Jabroni, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-X-Y-Z, A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter how you spell Jabroni. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Jabronis, presented by Bodyslam.net. I'm your reigning, defending, undisputed Jabroni World Champion. It's right over there. Join, as always, Mr. Mike Butler. Two things. One, hurtful. Two, I had no idea there was a private chat on here. That's <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I was, I, was, I was putting over your intro video in the private chat. Glad to let you guys know what's up. We have to utilize that now. I did not notice that. I, I, yeah, that's how when you have people on and you want to say something to each other without like actually letting people know, ah, you do that. Yeah, yes. yeah. See, like we would probably in talk shit. Out. We would talk shit on the person that we have on probably in there and realize that they could see it. And then be yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. It doesn't have the option to send it to just um, like certain people or not. So yeah, you want to make sure that it's like you're not sending a private chat to four. We only want to go to two people when there's four people in there or something like that, because then everybody will see it. But yeah, yeah. I about did that earlier when we were in the last one. I was doing a live draft with Carissa for the on the True Hill Heat podcast, and we were like, I was about to talk about our draft picks. I went to the private chat and I was like, typed it all out, and I was like, wait a minute, this is to everybody. And I deleted it because I didn't want other people to see who we were about to pick in the next round. I was like, shit, I had to go to the text message gimmick instead. But yeah, so it only works for like. Closed circuit stuff, but you know, I mean, and, and, and it's good to be here with you guys, by the way. Yes, this yeah, is been a minute. Been a minute. Owner, CEO, El Jefe, bodyslam.net. We need to get the intro. Yeah, dude, I interrupted you. Do your thing. I'm going to push this show on the Twitter gimmicks too again. That's no, that, that, that just needed to be said. Um, we have not had you on here in a while. Um, all right. But I think we need to put it out there uh, right away. I don't know if you saw last week's episode at all. Towards the was end, that, was that when Dom was on there? Yes, towards the. I, I saw that he was on there, and I, 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 I hear tell what happened because he, he, he said there was something on there for me, and I didn't, I don't think I went back and looked yet. I, I was gonna pull the clip and play like a, the three minute clip, but Mr. Butler, would you like me? All right, all right, all right, fine. All right, so. First of all, shout out to Kayla. She's in here already. Kudos. kudos. Secondly, all right, so here's the deal. Um, you kind of, sort of, were our unanimous decision for Jabroni of the Week. I heard I heard a little bit. Which part won me that? Uh, what What was my bad take of the week that won that? Okay, so great. So right? for oh, me, cool. I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. So for, me, so for me, you know, I'm a real big fan of the Rumble and – you had posted the Wikipedia page that said Ronda Rousey was returning to the WWE or something at the Royal Rumble before the Royal Rumble happened. So I was like, no. So that was no, that my was, fault. The blame wiki on that one. Blame no, no, wiki I understand. I understand. But, I understand, but <laughs> yeah. that, was, that, was, that was in the heat of the moment. I was like, God damn you, Cass. Mm-hmm. I, I am well, the spoiler, bro. I had to live up to the brand. I know you are. It's your gimmick, and I should have expected more. Yeah. So. I'll take the blame for this one because I started it off and then which led to Mike, which then led to this Dom. I think Dom's reason was just because you didn't pay him for the rumble pool yet. Oh, yeah. That uh, yeah, that's fine. Like, so we kind of I mean, you kind of phoned that one in. But uh, mine was just because which we already discussed on Twitter back and forth was about the the chopped 
hamburger sandwich. So here's you... here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. I think it came down to the bread because, like, it is important. And like, I mean, no offense, but by like, the bread, man, like the, the 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 bread of the sandwiches we had was nothing special. The meat and the cheese, the, the packaging, it was was fantastic. But the bread was like kind of just stale, and you know, it was just like they kind of phoned it home on the bread. But the sandwich I had at three in the morning at a fucking uh, Haitian corner store or wherever I was in Harlem, bread was on point, my friend. Like I won't lie to you, like that shit did not disappoint. I'm just saying, next time. But I did say this also last week. Next time, next time you're here, we got we got to take you to a few. We got to try out like two or three spots. And also, I did say we we did, had it delivered, so we're not getting the fucking fresh from the fucking kitchen to my mouth. Uh, also experience where I probably okay. sat in some dude's fucking car, went to the blunt store because we had like wraps delivered as well. I think on the way there was a lot of fucking moving parts, but uh, I don't know, man. Like I'm a big fan of Philly cheesesteaks. So don't get me wrong. I've had, it's my favorite sandwich usually always. That was the first time I had one of the, uh, I never even heard of a fucking New York chopped cheese. It was somebody asked me like, do you want to go get a chopped cheese? I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, like, what yeah, are you talking I, about? And uh, it was good, man. It was good. It's basically just a cheeseburger done Philly cheesesteak style. You know what I mean? Depending on what you want on your cheeseburger or whatever. But they do the same thing. Like, they just had the meat and they just, like, chopped up the meat with the cheese and kind of just, like, made it a fucking mess and just put it in the bread. So, it was like you said. It was a fucking messy burger-looking disaster. But it was fucking delicious. Yeah. I said regurgitate it like yeah. mama bird to baby bird. And it, you know what? It, honestly, the, the way they kind of just smooshed it all together – made it taste a little different it really did it really tasted different to me than like a normal because like i've had a cheeseburger it's the same shit you know my cheeseburgers all the fucking time but the way that it was like you know just kind of smashed all together and made into like a chopped mess was just uh presented differently and it had a little bit of different fucking taste and kick to it man it was good man I, i'm sorry i hate that i had to fucking do this to you guys but uh i will say this too i tried to imitate one and make one at home fucking sucked so. Well, oh, Mike, you were just showing the Wawa hat. What are your thoughts on they make cheesesteaks? They do make cheesesteaks. And so I feel like it's like a Wawa down sandwich here. with cheese. We don't have They're... a Wawa down here, man. Right. I have, well, I have sheets. We got sheets. I, I, I don't hate sheets. I mean, I got to be careful what I say here because, you know, Wawa. You got to sleep in them at nighttime. So, well, this is the, the sheets uh, Wawa wrestler debate is a very heated feud. Is it, rivalry is it on Twitter. Topic? It's I, it's very it's been for years, man. It's a constant thing. Wrestlers wrestlers argue this. What's better? And you saw Ethan Page and uh, Ruby Soto bring Bucky's into the mix now too. So I've <laughs> I've never actually shared this story before, but um, one time when WWE was in town, um, Chris Jericho actually stopped into one of my Wawas, and I would first off starstruck to all hell. Secondly, I kind of wanted to ask him. Like, has he ever been here? Is this like a hot topic? Because I don't know what else, what the options are when you're on the road after Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, what's open. I'm assuming there's other Wawa type stores in other cities and shit, but um, he didn't, he did not answer me at all. I don't know if he necessarily, I, I was, I was, I was far away, but I saw him. So, but that was, that was interesting. No, nah, but I'm this very is, uh, interested in the uh, Wawa debate. Yeah, you can dive into the Twitter on that. Like, uh, I see it brought up all the time. 
uh, and amongst wrestlers when they stop. And I've even seen Sheets and Wawa tweet back and forth with each other about it before too. But I know, uh, I know Gregory Iron, my man Gregory Iron, he's Team Sheets, and I'm on Team Sheets as well, just because I don't have a fucking Wawa. So like, no, that's. Well, it's confirmed. When, when, you, when you come to Philly, we're going to get you an authentic Wawa Philadelphia cheese I've had steak. I've had one, but I've had the cheesesteak. I've, I've had their bre- like a breakfast sandwich from the Wawa before when I went up uh, either up or north. I don't remember which one it was. Either when I went down to Florida or when I went up to you guys, where you guys were. Florida one's different, though. I, that's what I hear, at least. I've never been to a Florida one, but apparently like they got the Gucci. It was good. I think it was the Florida one I went to because I, I want to say it was in uh, – Jacksonville Beach. It was in Jacksonville. I went to the one in Jacksonville, like on the beach, not in the city, but the one on the beach. That's like fucking thirty minutes from the city. Um, but it was the good. fucking tits. They uh, are the tits. Say, amongst my wrestling travels, I've realized food things is like there's not Waffle Houses in a lot of places along the fucking country too. Like Chicago has no Waffle House, apparently, and that just blows my fucking mind that like Chicago is Waffle House, like a non Waffle House zone. I don't think I've ever been to a Waffle House. What? Like ever? What? Have you, Butler? Oh man, Waffle House is a fucking. It's a. It's a. You need to go. You, you need, need to, to go. Yeah, to it's go. a thing, man. If you like uh, greasy, choking puke diner food, <laughs> Waffle House is like. Yeah, it's 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 a can't miss for that. Like they got. I guess all the time. my dining car is out here in Philly is like my is the the Waffle House that is all over. I would just use <laughs> Club DT as. I don't know, man. It's a it's a whole Waffle House is a place, man. It's a, it's a thing. It's a home, man. It's a waffle home. Like I've had been taken care of by the lady at the Waffle House because I've been so drunk before more times than anywhere else in my life. To where like the lady's been like, "You need, honey. Here's some extra food. You just need to sober up a little bit," and they won't let me leave. They've like, uh, they're great people. Waffle House ladies and waitresses are usually the best. Like shadow strong mother figure. I got, yeah, I got right. pistol, I got pistol whip trying to stop my Waffle House waitress in Jacksonville from being beaten up by a man and a woman. So, oh, so you return the favor. They take care. Yeah, of you. You take they care take of care of me. I'm a, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna return it. Yeah, I'm a, Zinia, uh, Zinia was with me during that one. That was uh, after Nyla Rose's birthday party we went to. That was a wild fucking night. But yeah, Waffle House is a, is a must do for everybody. I think. Like a, you're like a vigilante at like Waffle Houses. It happens, man. Things happen at Waffle Houses at three, four in the morning. That's a, it's a, it's an experience. You usually come out of Waffle House with a good story. There's always some crazy shit that happens late night at a Waffle House. Usually, like so there's there's always a good a good tale to tell when you leave a, a fucking late night Waffle House adventure. Right, let's pot, Kayla. What's up, BJ? Hey! There he is. You got him all in there. All right. Just want to update that. Uh, we can get into. Kayla was that new subscriber I was showing you earlier. I was oh, like, "Hey, we just got a new subscriber. I think it's still he's on my actually um, a fellow Wawa person that I work with." Hey, I've been, I've, I've been, I've been last two weeks. I've been bringing Wawa people in, so hey. chill with the sheets talk. That's what's up. That's what's <laughs> up. No, man. I mean, it's a north-south rivalry. It's like it's like the Civil War all over again. Throwback. No, it's cool. I've gone out of my way to travel to a sheets just to experience it and you know there's some there's there's good as with everything good and the bad you know yeah i uh yeah i'm a fan i'm a fan we don't have one actually where i am in my part of the state i have to go like about 100 miles to see the first sheets but it's part of my journey all the time so when i go to charlotte or go to uh 
went to Salem Greensboro for stuff. There's one along the way. So that's usually my stop. We're, we're going to be opening uh, Wawa's in the Carolinas very soon. Send them to the Asheville area because there's nothing, there's no sheets, there's nothing here. So since you are Mr. Wawa, put in the, uh, the plan I'll, I'll talk there. To the lead goose. Talk, to, talk the lead. to talk to Danny Wawa and tell him to build one somewhere in Asheville and it will do well. I promise you. All right. Oh, you gotta go talk to Danny Wawa. Yeah, talk. dude, Big Dan Wawa. You don't know you know him? He's, That's he's nerve the man, he's the man at that place. I've heard. That is gonna be nerve wracking. Big guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, so uh where's Dom today? What's he doing? Um I believe he was uh he was gonna be getting a a BJ or hold on, what do you say? He's going the BJs. Never mind. He's going uh, the BJs. Yeah. I mean, BJs? I don't know about the other one when I, my my miss my miss my slip, but I think what, they're what going is to BJ's. Uh BJ's is like a wholesale store. Oh my God. In which wait, did you thought he was getting a blowjob? Yeah, you oh, said was, it like she was getting a blowjob. Oh, he did that on purpose. That was the joke. Come on. That, that was, was what the he joke? Did. Oh, that was softballed that one up for you. And then he you delivered what? with the actual – come on, man. I was like, man, he's comic. really open about this. That's so crazy. All right. The comedy styling is a toe for McCann. Where are you at, man? I know. Yeah, I, I, I should know better. <laughs> Dude, you're a regular on the show, and you're, like, confused <laughs> by things. And it's just shocking to me. You know, I just started Euphoria, and there's a lot of blowjobs on that show, I think. Oh, man, my friends watch that show, and I like to call it uh, Teenage Kids Doing Sex and Having Drugs. Yeah, 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 it's basically that. So, like, I'm thinking, like, everything's out in the open, so I'm thinking, yeah, maybe Dom is getting a BJ. I I like it. So, yeah, he, um, I believe, uh. yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's getting at BJ's. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm only assuming like wholesale items. Yeah, like definitely buying, they're definitely buying in bulk. Like, like, so is that like, like a Costco? Is that what they're yeah, like a yeah. uh, Sam's mm-hmm. Club? So kind Sam's of members Club. only. They give you members only coats. Okay. You got to like yeah. flash vaccine cards and membership cards and oh, a whole bunch of cards to get in there. It's high security. It's no nonsense. It's upper tier. You got to be somebody. Yeah. 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 You can't just, can't just be some fool off the street. There's Sam's also. Sam's That's, yeah, we have those Sam's Club. We have those down here. Ah, you it's guys like gotta, Walmart. Nope. It's like Walmart's version. It's got like Wawa Sheets, BJ's, or Sam's. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, Walmart uh, owns Sam's. So Sam's Club is like Walmart's like wholesale thing. So like we have that. That's the only one we have. And uh, my, apparently a little bit further towards the coast, we have some Costco's. But like nothing within three hours of Asheville. I don't think there's a Costco. Like Winston-Salem is like the closest one. We're yeah, very close to doing something that I was watching this morning. I was watching something where they were talking about be, like parts of Los Angeles and getting lost in Los Angeles and what part like, oh, that's part of West. And they were talking about just like the counties and stuff in California. And I was like, wow, this is I can't believe it. This is they filled up like five minutes of dialogue talking about like getting lost in. And I felt like almost we were going to be doing that with uh, BJ, Sam's, and Costco. But, but I'm, I, I'm, sheets and Wawa. I'm tagging sheets. I'm tagging sheets and Wawa on our pl- in our plug. I'm doing for this right now. Uh, I I need to talk about one thing real quick. I need to gloat a little bit. Oh, are we? Is it time for that? Just real quick. Um, okay. 168 days strong as a Jabroni World Champion. 
after uh, I don't know, just calling the future, no big deal. We made our predictions saying that uh, Hot Bobby would become the new champion and Hot Brock would come out and win the Rumble. I don't know. Just Man. it looked like uh, Mike, you're, you're very upset there. It looked like I was ready to concede, dude. You you were lo- you were lost. You I, were lost. I was ready to concede. I thought this was definitely it. I thought, nope, it's over. There's no way. I need these oh. two things to happen. You're you're going. You're go now. Now I'm now I'm heated because now I'm, I was looking for the the witching hour thing that I've been posting on Twitter, but now I'm just going through my fucking t- tweets and seeing exactly everything I've posted during the show. How is the ref just going to run by as if he doesn't know Roman just got fucking involved? That was the big thing for me. That cost me a goddamn championship. How are you going to run by Roman and Paul Heyman like shenanigans didn't just fucking encounter? It's bullshit. He didn't see it. It's a long way from. It's a long way from Gorilla in the curtain, brother. He's got earpieces. Someone can be like, "Yo, bro, don't." Hearing it and seeing it are two different things, man. Where are you in reference? Have you not watched? Have you never seen this move? Tag was made. You hear it. You don't see it. You can hear shit all the time and it not be true. So come on, man. You can't give me that. Bro, that was the closest I've ever come. Like as soon as Roman and Seth ended, I was like, I'm going to fucking win. I'm going to fucking win. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, I hate it for you. It's kind of like last year when I was like, oh, sweet. I drafted fucking Edge with the two pick in the the pool. That's fucking dope because that was the night before. And then what did they do? That's just fuck you. That's just fuck you. Switch it up uh, the next night. So that was also fantastic because I'll add on to my beautiful night of just buying one block for fifty dollars, right. and I let they pick numbers for a while in front of me, and then all of a sudden he was like, "You want to pick this for someone, or you want it for you?" And I was like, "I'll pick for me." And I just put my hand in, moved around a little bit, and pulled out twenty-eight. And Ronda Rousey came out at twenty-eight and won the women's rumble. <sighs> And when we like 450 bucks, that was dope. Also, Dom and I decided, let's just split that last pick. Right. So we, he and I decided to split it. And he's like, see if you can find anybody, if not. And everybody, nobody wanted in. And then like, I think we'd already decided that you'd already started the fucking shit. And my buddy's like, Hey, is it pool still open? And I was like, there's one pick. Let me see if it's still there. And Dom was like, well, you can decide. Do you want to give it to him? Or we're going to split it. And I was like, ah, fuck it. We'll just give it to him. We'll be more fun that way. And that's the fucking pick that won. That was mine and Dom's pick to split. So we should have had two years in a row. Technically, I kind of got fucked. So I should have won that one this year. But my niceness gave it to the fucking my buddy that runs Catalyst Wrestling. Helps run that. But whatever, man. He's a good guy. He had a hard month. His cat had some surgeries. He needed it. Poor kitty cat. So whatever. Fucking guy. Fuck you, Tove, overall is what I'm basically. That's basically what we're getting at. That's yeah, that's what I'm getting at. That's the point of everything. You don't you even show it. off the title anymore. You, I feel like you've had it too long. And you forget that you have it. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here, right next to me. Uh, 168 days strong. We're going to Saudi Arabia with it. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it. Going to Saudi six-way elimination chamber. I'm going to win it at Saudi Arabia or... Is the a, is the next AEW pay per view before Mania? I'm gonna win it before Mania. Uh, yeah, main, there's AEW pay per view. The next one's the sixth, March sixth. 
I'm so gonna win it before. Today. I'm gonna win it before Mania. I'm going into the. I'm going into Mania as champion. Wow, guaranteed. Stupendous two night event. You're gonna yeah. go in as champion. A stupendous two night event. Yes, I'm going to the Damn. stupid tendous night event. Yes. Are you guys gonna be in Dallas? No. The only, only vacation, but instant not- return would be New Orleans. Anytime they announce New Orleans, I'll instantly like book it and book everything immediately because I had so much fun. Maybe it was because it was the first time I like traveled to a mania, but I'm kind of waiting for them to roll back around Jersey, maybe. Or, I mean, ultimately, I really like one in Philadelphia. We have two great stadiums that can just hold that shit, you know, but you know. The- the one in MetLife was not fun going to. I know, but like WrestleMania is like number one on my bucket list. And ah, well, no, I get that. Yeah, no. in Philly. I mean, I've been wanting it to be in Philly for ever. So. The fact that there's only been one Mania in Philly is just a travesty. And it was the Mania that it was. Yeah, it was like the one in Atlanta. There's ever been one in Atlanta. There's only been one in Atlanta. That's the like that's a. Yeah, but it was the best one. It. <laughs> it was. I didn't mind 27 at all. Me either. I was there. We had fucking Miz and Cena in the fucking main event, brother. What are you talking yeah, about? I, I didn't mean all I, day. Like that gets a lot. Um, 27 gets a lot of shit though. That was a fucking like. good one. I don't care what people. Well, the Snooki yeah. match was that was a bad one. And I will say this: I was sitting second row from the fucking top of the Georgia Dome. Like literally, there was one row of chairs behind me, other than the fucking like back of the goddamn stadium. Uh, and during that Snooki match, this it was so fucking quiet in the entire dome that i could hear them talking in the fucking in the ring from the top of the stadium i could hear them talking to each other yeah i could hear people having conversations on the floor i was like fuck and then there was like three matches after that i was like you want to talk about killing some fucking crowd and momentum yeah it was really bad like i could hear the referee talking it was i was like damn that's fucking terrible and then i think that's the one where maria menudo's looked like she shit herself and she said it was uh makeup but it looked like she shit herself I do remember that. Yeah, white pants. It's like, yeah, it was makeup. Like, wanted somebody put the face in your asshole? Or what happened there? I don't know. It was definitely shit. It looked like shit. It was 100% shit. Yeah, it was 100% shit. I'm going with shit. I don't care. The, what like, you know, the E co host or whatever is not going to be like, yeah, I definitely shit my pants in front yeah. of national audience. But that's a, that's, a, that's a rite of passage if you're a wrestler. She, she yeah. earned her stripes. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I, I like that's how you it. get yeah. your wings. That's how you get your pilot wings. Or whatever. He's a future Hall of Famer on the celebrity wing for sure. If not already, I can't remember. They just offer that to people. Yeah, I mean they they need to. Yeah, what else we got to do? There's an array of topics we could go down. Uh, Cass, I'm gonna leave it open to you. What do you what, what do you want to talk about? A lot of things going on. Not Shit. Of- Let's. Um, I want to hear what you guys think about this Shane McMahon uh, week he had. This, yeah, this is probably one of the most interesting stories going around this week with all the the hearsay of him being back and being involved in the, the booking and him just coming out and him being in the final four, I believe, of the Rumble. Look, yeah, and having himself positioned to be in – yeah, in the last half of the match, uh, he had himself work certain people specifically. He had himself eliminate certain people specifically for no fucking reason. And he wanted to set his up. He wanted the whole match to be to set up his fucking WrestleMania program. Which, like, I don't I understand, like, the Royal Rumble supposed to set up WrestleMania programs, but the whole thing shouldn't be about your fucking WrestleMania program. You shouldn't do it at the expense of, like, your actual fucking talent. Yeah, I, but... I 
so what were the rumor matches? The rumor matches were p- potentially him and Lesnar, him and Rollins, I heard. And there was one other one. One other one. Uh, him and... Ah, oh, shit. And it was the one that made the most sense. Uh, oh, it was Austin Theory, which is the one Austin that made Theory. Sense. Yeah, that was the one that made the most sense. And then they did nothing to even push those in any direction. Yeah, he's like, I yeah, want to eliminate Owens. Any of those up. He's like, I want to eliminate Owens and Kofi and whoever the fuck else he threw over. And it's like, yeah, so like I want to say, like I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Shane fan. I, I like seeing him on my TV. I'm not, like I know a lot of people hate it. I, I don't mind it, but you, could, I could tell immediately as soon as KO was eliminated by him, I could tell like something is like either he pushed for that or something because with the way KO had been featured on TV. I didn't think that that was going to be a possibility at all. So, and then there you, you have like a lot of things on the internet like being talked about. I don't know what to believe. Like I didn't even know about the everything. Matches, everything you know? that was out is exactly what I was hearing, like, which is crazy. Minute. Like, and if it's the case, then he absolutely should have been let go, like a hundred percent. If that's what that is, if if that's what had happened, definitely should have happened. But isn't um, this pastor people like? Isn't it like? Wasn't it his, the idea of him doing this and eliminating people like was known to s- more than just him? That was his doings. Like that's what he wanted to do. He was the one that was making trouble the entire um, day with like the how the batch is being put together. Like he wasn't even listed as an actual producer, but he kind of inserted himself as the head producer and writer for that match when it wasn't on paper as being that. So it was like, he pulled the McMahon card is what everybody kind of ended up saying. It's like, look, I'm fucking Shane McMahon. Like this is going through me. And it just fucking did not go well with everybody in the back. And it caused a lot of fucking problems. And obviously. So if like you let Shane McMahon quietly go from the company, which I'd fully expect him to come back at some point. You know what I mean? It's going to be like once this shit settles and blows over and everybody's calm and cool with it again, like, of course, he'll fucking come back probably because he's not going to go anywhere else. Anybody that thinks he's going to go to AEW is fucking ridiculous. Like, that's Dude, usually, that's, wow. like are you are you stupid? Like, how stupid would you have to be to be like, oh, this is what we need? And then it'd be like, that's the most Trojan horse fucking thing ever. That'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, you're literally letting the enemy into your fucking house and then being surprised when he shits in your fucking upper deckers your toilet you know what i mean like so like i don't know I, he's he doesn't there's not really many options for him so I don't, what else is he gonna be in like that's his company like that's his fucking birthright like why is he gonna go anywhere else you know what i mean like i mean doesn't he have like a side company with like oh yeah he did he was doing like what dvd dvd movie distribution in uh, china yeah, he was like yeah. the only way that they were getting western any movies that were not like fucking chinese or whatever movies he was the one just bringing those in right like that was what his company did like i think for years so he's got shit no mac way yeah he's got shit he can go do but yeah it's it's pretty wild how this whole thing kind of unfolded and came in because like i mean he could have been i mean he easily could have been a a spot in the match and had a small role and it would have been just as big of a fucking pop and like a big of an effect needed without him having to be made himself to be such a huge star and part of it you know what i mean like you want to set up your wrestlemania match cool you can do that in a fucking small spot and make everybody not have to fucking make yourself look good over five other people that have nothing to do with what the fuck your match is going to be at wrestlemania i think that was the big part is like 
your whole point is to come back to do this WrestleMania match or whatever, and you're setting that up. Then why the fuck are you tossing out all these other people too, and not just like having their one pro like setting up the program with that one person specifically? So yeah, fuck everybody. I don't blame everybody else for being like fuck this and getting mad at that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Was Vince not at the Rumble? Yeah, I think he was. I'm sure he was there. Sure, everything runs through him. Yeah, that's why it doesn't add up to me. It doesn't make sense that like this all. Oh, obviously he didn't like it either. Obviously Vince didn't like how this was going, and it was probably a huge ordeal backstage too. You know what I mean? Because it's like you can't have they can't probably have that. Uh, what's the public display of uh? dissension amongst the like two heads of the family kind of thing you know what i mean i probably didn't want to be like turned into a public like f- family spat too you know what i mean so that's probably why he kind of did it quietly like afterwards be like right, this is you're fucking gone dude like that was the last straw kind of thing you know what i mean like how much bigger of a deal would it been if like he had put if like his shame was like they were saying that he pushed back and was like arguing with it and made sure that his shit happened. That if he got it squashed and vetoed, it became a huge fucking one of those things where like now they decide to veto each other, Vince and Shane, leading up to the Rumble. That would have been a huge fucking disaster in the back, too. So he might have just been like, fuck it, whatever, let Shane do his goddamn thing and then just like dealt with it accordingly when the, as soon as the shit was over, you know, who knows? But I it wonder. Seemed like, it seemed bad. Like all weekend seemed bad with that. So, like, there's always, there's, like, the reports saying that the whole Rumble event, I think, was just a mess to book, and it was being changed. I wonder if, like, that was, like, the bulk of it, Shane trying to. I think it had a lot to do with it. I think it had a lot to do with some stuff. And then they probably, like, because of what they were doing, like, they, 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 was, they were going to put Rollins back in the Rumble at one point after you had him laid the fuck I out in the opener. That. So, like, you know, they have to rework that. I mean, there was just so much shit that, like, didn't make sense. It was just disconjointed. And, you know, it happens when you have all these different pieces having to filter through one. And then you got somebody else coming in that starts vetoing shit. Like, you know, it just get it's the fucking epitome of too many cooks in the kitchen and being too many fucking head chefs in the kitchen, you know. Not just cooks, but, like, too many people, they're like, this is my fucking show tonight. And when really it's not his show tonight at all. But yeah, playing that McMahon card doesn't seem to be the, the smartest movie did, but not at all. Yeah, I, there's no way he's going into it. There's no way he's going to like the AEW. That's just ridiculous thoughts in my mind. Like anybody that thinks that's yeah, he doesn't need to, <laughs> you know. Like, and I, I do like the conspiracy theories too. That like it's like, what if that's the plan to have him to bait AEW into signing Shane McMahon so he can destroy the competition from the inside the way they did with Vince Russo in the nineties. I'm loving these kind of conspiracy theories I'm seeing online. It's great that it's all a ruse <laughs> to like <laughs> implant a Trojan horse into the fucking enemy camp, but no, that's not going to happen. Uh, throwback threw it out there. You're saying this. Yeah. I was going to talk about that. Uh, no, the, uh, Charlotte, um, the Becky and Rhonda, I think is next WrestleMania, not this one. Yeah, so it's over right here. It says, Do you guys think that Charlotte was a break glass emergency with Rhonda? They avoided the idea of Becky and Rhonda, which is a story that was hinted at, and also Lita versus Charlotte in the Rumble was it was a kind of foreshadowed. Yeah, I think um, this, Charlotte Rhonda that was a story that was there from before she left, so they're picking back up on that, and then they tease the one for next year because that's the one that they're gonna. That's the main event next year, I think, was the rumored. They want to do that? Uh, and they want to do Roman Rock? 
Roman Rock and Becky Ronda. I mean, it makes sense. LA. Yeah. So that's, I think that's actually like, that looks like the plan that they've had on paper and they kind of show it. I don't think it was a, you know, went full of booking on the fly emergency, like just just come up with something, whatever. It kind of seems like that's what they've had on, on paper for a while and are just kind of figuring out how to make it, how to get it there. You know what I mean? I don't think that was any changes on that, that situation. And it's just, yeah, for next year, those two matches alone, if I mean, that's huge. And then this year they're, they're doing Charlotte Ronda and they're what it looks like they're doing Roman and Brock either for title for title or I think it's a unification. Yeah. I it's going to be, which I've been saying all along. It looked like they kind of, oh, they, oh, I thought they're going away from that. You know, when they did this weird shit at the, I'm, know. I'm like, so like I said, it. I think either last week or two weeks ago, like I'm okay with that unification idea and with the draft and everything like back when they did it in like 2002, when you had one WWE champion that could go to both brands. I'm all right with that. Honestly. Um, I just, I don't know how much like obviously like I'm interested in Reigns and Lesnar again. There's a new dynamic, but a lot of people may not be, and I'm afraid that maybe that gets shit on a little bit. Uh, what, they've like never had a bad match. I know they never had a bad match, but it was a match that you you've seen. Yeah, like I've I, literally the one in New Orleans. They were like booing it, like but. It was awesome, but everyone just kind of was expecting the outcome and then shitting on it and beach balls and all that. But still looking back on it, it's like every time they get in the ring together, it's fantastic. I just don't – I mean, I when I picked it for the Rumble, I just don't get the, the idea of involving the Rumble winner. with. I don't know. It just seemed weird. They're doing a lot of weird shit recently. Yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely think they were working. To, I don't know what the end game is of like having the title versus title match, but it looks like that's where they're going. I don't, I don't think you have Rome or uh, Lesnar lose the elimination chamber. Yeah. Nah. You don't, nah. you don't have, you don't have Lesnar lose. There's, there's two. You don't have him lose the title at Royal Rumble, then lose the elimination chamber at the last pay-per-view going into the WrestleMania when that's he won the, he won the Royal rumble. So he's definitely going to challenge for a fucking title. So I don't think you have him lo- eat two losses. Cause he's only going to wrestle twice, you know, going into this pay-per-view, he's not going to do a fucking raw or anything like do a match there. So like, do you have him eat two losses going into WrestleMania? I don't think you do that. I think he has to unfortunately probably go over. And, and then also inside of Saudi. I also don't think he lo- he wins a title unification match against Roman Reigns either. So, you know. Yeah. So I mean, damn, does this Rock go or Brock go the whole fucking first half of the year, like <laughs> losing everything? Like I don't know. Elimination I, I, chamber. Do you could you see like no no one more than two people being out the chamber at the same time? If Lesnar's one of the first people, he just. Gets rid of them. It could be a Shayna Baszler type situation. Shana Baszler, the one that we were at, yeah, because that was fun. I enjoyed that, and that would be established like dominance, like very, be very max dad. I don't, Lashley goes out early, so no matter I think what, it would be cool, champ. 
like they have to do something with Riddle and Lesnar though. Like there has to be that's what I was thinking there with everything a moment backstage. Like I want like I need something to happen there. Yeah, they'll they'll tease you with that, but I don't think you're gonna get any One blow off payoff moment. from it. You know what I mean? They'll have a yeah. spot. It'll be fun. But I think you're gonna get Randy Orton and Riddle at Mania. I think that the RK Bro will implode by then, and that's where we're going with that. I think obviously yeah. is the plan. Because where's Randy? Randy? Randy was Randy's been missing. So Randy coming back for this? Uh, I think they're doing like an academic decathlon or something on Raw. Yeah, scooter. I saw that. Yeah, spelling bees and shit. That's thing. That's the. That's a, that's that's good stuff. I mean, let, we could we you know we're getting ahead of ourselves, gentlemen, because we're talking about Reigns and Lesnar when it really could be Lesnar and Goldberg. Guys. Uh, All right, okay. Now Dude, this, it's like Groundhog Day. I swear no, to wait, God, it could it could end up being we could we could just get Goldberg Lashley again out of this too somehow. Triple threat. Triple threat. Goldberg, Reigns, Lesnar, main event, mania. Now, look, I am, and this is a very serious take. I kind of get why they're doing it. It was supposed to happen two years ago. Kind of get why they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm you, surprised you, they at least mentioned that. Right. Yeah, they, they invested it. Yeah, they invested in it. So, I mean, you got to at least. got to at least do it. And it's probably Goldberg. I would say it's Goldberg's last one. Yeah, this is the last match on his deal, I think. I don't. Deal. Yeah, unless I don't think they, there's any signing going yeah. on. But also, the last time they scheduled it, it happened for like no fucking reason. Well, there's a reason they're going to Saudi Arabia. That's the it reason. Like, Saudis no, but love their throwback nostalgia pops. Yes. So this is but why the first time I heard they still ask for Yokozuna. I'm not sure, but I heard this. But it was at Mania last time it was scheduled for, not Saudis. And it was like, what was the build for it? Like, spear versus spear? And he came out and said, like, you're next. And this time he just came out. I acknowledge that you're next. It's just like, oh. That was, just a, pan- that was, a, that was a pandemic Hail Mary, brother. That's all that was, right? I love pandemic Hail Marys. They're my favorite types of Hail Marys. But- that was all that was is because they're like, well, fucking fans. We might not be able to get fans in the arena, but – we can maybe get him on TV if we do something. So Goldberg. Yeah. The writer who came up with, I acknowledge that your next had a crazy boner while that was going on. Pat on the oh, back for sure. Gold stars galore. For sure. Man. Yeah. They were, you know, they were real proud of that. They were like, oh, it's a great moment. Yeah. They were sitting in the back. They all looked at each other like, fuck yeah, we did it. We fucking did it. And came around full circle. I'm very happy that the one thing at the Rumble that did not happen was I'm so glad that Corey Graves did not come out as a participant because they did not ruin. Has his neck later. gotten longer? It seems like his neck just keeps like getting longer and longer the more he doesn't wrestle. That just seems what? to me like that. I just noticed he has like a very long neck. Like every time I see him, it's like he has these turtlenecks that makes his neck look like this long or whatever. <laughs> Is that a long neck? Well, it's obviously all I'm going to look at now when I see him. Yeah. yeah. Now I got to look for it. It was bothering me the other day. I was like, damn, is his neck extra long or is just that turtleneck really fucking making me feel like that? But I'm happy they did not debut him. And Yeah, it didn't need to be done. A great story with what, hap- what has happened with him. And hopefully 
they do not ruin it. They didn't Although, in the Rumble, so I would have liked it if he was in the Rumble and he did the fucking JBL spot where his music hits. Everybody's like, whose fucking music is this? And he goes, <laughs> he just takes his fucking jacket off. And it's like, it's mine, bitches, and jumps in. So that would have been cool. But he would have just got tossed by Shane McMahon, and it would have been super bummer. Super, super bummer. So, <laughs> after coming back, could you imagine after all that time of coming back and then just like Lesnar tosses you or Shane McMahon just tosses you immediately? It would be better. That would be – it could be a lot worse. I mean, <laughs> he could have gotten tossed by like uh, – don't, don't shit, else don't you Who else is in there? What's his name? The guy with the uh, the oh, suspenders. Geez. Don't you fucking <laughs> say it. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, all right, all right. No, hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, like, now we have Paul Heyman's stamp of approval on this I, guy. I, I, okay? like, I like it. No, I've been a fan of Moss forever, dude. When he was in uh, NXT back, like, at least they're giving him something finally, dude. He's been around for so long, and he never got fucking shit canned. So you gotta respect that. He's got the he's got like Van Hammer appeal, and it like he can just last these like waves of releases and just like how is this guy still around? I like it. People use the word jobber and have no <laughs> idea what they're talking about. Because I had someone like a week or two ago that mm-hmm. said, "I can't believe this jobber threw out AJ Styles," and I quote tweeted it with him beating, I Kofi? guess, a jobber, former WWE champion Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. May Cat Moss beating him clean. I don't remember that happening with jobbers that much. So these people no. just use these terms like it's they... a term that doesn't exist in our wrestling today. There's no fucking jobbers today because, and other than like AEW, because they've used like dark talent to put over their talent, and that's the closest thing to an actual fucking jobber is like your Barry, your Barry Horowitzes, your fucking Mark Stars, your uh, those guys. You know what I mean? Those guys that you would see on fucking WCW Saturday night. Then you would see him next week on fucking WWF superstars fucking eating a pin to Duggan. Those are your jobbers. You know, not like, not guys that are lower on the roster as far as like importance and pecking order. Those aren't jobbers. Those aren't guys that are there solely to fucking elevate other people. They're still trying to do shit for them. They're working storylines for them. Those aren't jobbers. Barry Harwood's never had a fucking storyline, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, jobbers don't have long storylines. Like right now, like Drew McIntyre, one of the top faces mm-hmm. on SmackDown, is in like an ongoing long form storytelling with Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. Yeah. I mean, that's not jobbers. I mean, jobbers. It's, not a jobber. it's a quick match on Raw and then we move along. It's Omas, uh, beating um, dudes in like pink spandex for 30 I, I would I would allow the word undercard talent, but not jobber. You know what I mean? He's an opening card, undercard talent, but he's not a fucking jobber. You know what I mean? Because that's just like a, that's a misused yeah. term. Oh, this dude was just shooting that word jobber all over his walls, man. He yeah. was just from in there, just uh, he read it one day and thought, like, I like this new word. I know what that means. Yeah, sorry. Speaking of which, I was going to try to interview Barry Horowitz. He wanted fifty bucks. I was like, Are you kidding me? Barry Horowitz tried to charge me fifty dollars to interview him. I mean, know you're a jobber. Yeah, I would ask him for fifty bucks. Actually, really, I know. I was like, I mean, you're my favorite jobber, but <laughs> come on, Barry over Gilbert. I would have asked him if he was one of the two of yeah, the toxic him. turtles, and if he wasn't one of the toxic turtles, I would, I would not be interested. Right. So yeah, I believe I Gil- like, Gilbert Gilbert was one of them. So I although I will give him I will give him the, the benefit of the doubt is he wasn't asking me to pay him fifty dollars. He wanted me to make a charitable donation in his name for fifty dollars. What to the 
whatever, whatever, whatever charity? I could pick. I could pick. Oh. I could pick, but. <laughs> should pick something real fucked up. I'm going to donate it to the Casty Haynes Needs $50 Foundation and, like, just <laughs> – gotcha, bitch. Tricked you. Nonprofit. Uh, the Human Fund. I donated $50 to the Human Fund in your name. Here's, here's a $50 – where's Don for that one? Fucking Human Fund joke and nobody's here to appreciate it? <laughs> getting BJs. He's out getting BJs and missing Human Fund jokes. It's true. Andy Moore says uh, he missed jobbers. He misses yeah. jobbers. We have good old classic jobbers. Do they not like have? That. Do they have jobbers in England? I think I feel like they would have more jobbers in England. Not that that's a knock on England, but just that like it'd be more of a usage for that as far as the way that like the wrestling scene is over there compared to here. But I don't know. Well, you got NXT UK, a whole bunch of yeah. jobbers over there. Yo, <laughs> whoa! Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. We may not watch it, but I don't know if we can say that. We have to respect <laughs> our UK wrestling. I'm not saying it. Sorry, you sorry, can say sorry. it. Sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. I, I, I put. I, see, Gunter came. I, give, I, was gonna I feel over like I give WWE up. a lot of love here, so I had to. I had to take my shot. My bad. Okay, that's yeah. I mean, you are. I mean. Hey man. But w, let's talk w, about AEW. I want to talk about AEW actually. Oh, you do? Oh, I do. I do. I want to know. I want to know you guys' thoughts on the on the on the debut. I want to know your thoughts on Punk and MJF. Okay. So, what debut are we talking about? The, the, the for- new one he's teasing for Wednesday. That's the, uh, forbi- the forbidden. The forbidden. Yeah. Door which all right. So, what do you guys think there? So, if, like, I think he's misusing the term forbidden door, like people are misusing the term jobber. Unless people are saying that a lot. Unless it's actually because if it's not forbidden to be forbidden door, it has to be what somebody that's contracted under another company that's like working for you. Wasn't that the way they expressed it before? So is he stealing somebody from Impact or WWE that already has a contract? I fucking doubt it. You know what I mean? So Ali would would be the only way that it'd be a forbidden door. Yeah. Right. So is he just grabbing a fucking free agent? You know, that's not a forbidden door. That's just fucking signing a free agent. But, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting old, over the way he's using it and teasing that. So unless it's really a fucking Ali, I think it's a misusage of word forbidden door at this point. Or unless it's like a – but if you're signing a contract, like he says, that's what it's going to do. There's like not only are they coming to wrestle, they're going to sign a contract. So – it can't be like a, a, a star really in another company, like I said, because that's like contract tampering and you can't like break one contract to sign a new contract, really, can you like that? So yeah. it's going to be fucking what, a Ring of Honor guy or a released WWE guy. But it can't, I feel like, like it release doesn't, that's not the forbidden, they're released, they're right. a free agent. So it's like right. if it's, I think if it's going to be Jeff Hardy. Lee, if it's Keith Lee or someone like that, it's just like, no, it's not a forbidden door, it's just like Keith Lee. I, I, think, it, I think it'd be more Jeff Hardy than anybody else. Jeff Hardy seems like the most, but again, yeah. but look f- at the match I mean, too. Look like... at the match too. If you look at the match, it's Isaiah Cassidy, Matt Hardy's fucking team, a protege or whatever, right? And this match is for a shot at the ladder match at Revolution to get the face of the Revolution ladder match Matt spot. So it would make more sense for that to be a Jeff Hardy placement than fucking Keith Lee. Are you gonna put Keith Lee in a goddamn ladder match? Yeah, no. I like mean, to showcase what Keith Lee does. I mean that'd be cool and all because like that's not what you'd expect, but like is that really how you do it? But isn't like Jeff isn't, isn't Jeff Hardy a free agent? So again it's kind of for, there's no door. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was saying that I think that use, yeah. using the term forbidden door is a little fucking well, as like a, isn't there a 90 day non compete for Jeff? 
I don't. Unless I that's the thing. Unless that's unless like that's that. Tech, like, but then it's like if Jeff does appear, like what happened? Like, is there that's a lawsuit? I'm assuming. Unless he, they, but they won't do anything lawsuit wise. So you know that there's going to be something like cooked there to where like, oh, I bought out the contract. We worked out the 90 days. I bought out the less of the 90 days, or they granted him early. You know, I mean, something had to happen. Because like, I was yeah. like ninety five percent on Keith Lee debuting, but Cass just like kind of flipped my whole yeah. shit. See, yeah. and that's why I, I think Keith Lee's so obvious. You know what I mean? It, like that's just yeah, too yeah, obvious right. because that he's he's. I think it's like oh, it's everybody's thinking it's going to be Keith Lee, and then it's going to be a bait and switch with somebody else, which is fine. But and it's. I think for now it's not. I, I there's been so much recently. I just feel like he would get kind of lost in the mix right now. Currently, yeah. Could be Cody Rhodes out of contract. That right was now. funny too, which I really thought that would be a good one. Is uh, Cody come out and just, yeah, and just resign his fucking deal? Or what if it's like Stardust? Like how funny would that book be if wow. he comes out as Stardust to resign a deal? It's not even Cody, but his fucking Stardust. If they somehow got the rights to Stardust because it somehow they expired. forgot to lap. Yeah, they forgot to. Like, uh, that would be fantastic. Just that would be good. It would, yeah. it would just be fun. Like, that would be a quick – let's just let me, let's see if I can do a quick Google search on the copyrights and see if that's still under copyright. Because that would ta- – getting the copyright of something that expired from another company and using it, that I feel like that could be interesting. And that was like the last version of Cody that WWE fans saw. Yeah, when so, he was hissing at people and shit. Like, <laughs> Are we saying that Stardust is showing up on Dynamite? I really hope. I really hope it is. Oh, Hope, I wanted to get. I'm. I don't know if we've like talked. Like we've talked, but like, I want to get your thoughts on like Danhausen actually being like, like a like a like a featured person now on AEW because I know you're all about your Danhausen. I don't. I'm. What do you think about him putting him in fucking best friends right away too? I don't think he is. I think he's just because he's like friends with Orange Cassidy. On... Well, I mean, he came out with him last week to the music. Uh, I've, yeah, I guess for now, I guess since they debuted him, but I feel like it won't stick, I guess. Yeah. It'll kind of maybe, I don't know. That's what like I'm excited about. Again, he's still recovering from his leg, knee. So, so I feel like it's now just to have him on TV for a little bit and get the audience familiar with him. And then he's someone I could see them doing like some kind of like, like I said this before, like a Miz TV kind of show or whatever while he's still and get more of his character out there. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just very excited about it. And then all this yeah. forbidden door nonsense. I'm like, guys, Dan Housen just debuted. What do you what else do you guys want? Get the hell out of here. I want Dan Housen and Abaddon to be the fucking pairing. To where like because Abaddon doesn't speak, she just makes screeching noises and just creepy sounds all the time. And I want that to be like Dan Housen, the only one that understands it. And like yeah, he's the that... translator. Like he in his Dan Housen way, like just listens to nonsense from Abaddon and then just like translates it for you with like his in his comedic fucking way. But I really want to see be, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that could be like one of the few that because if not, I feel like he's he's so unique in himself that he could just kind of throw Bounce himself in anything and always yeah. be kind of involved in the background or so, there's something with him where he can almost be involved with like every storyline. Yeah, he could be in the background of every storyline. It's just like a kind of like how our truth can pop in at any time. And be like, wait, this ain't this ain't a lot of match, and then it's like, like yeah. Uh, 
They can be like Dan Housen can just show up and do something like, you know, Dan Housen. He can just do it and make it com- yeah. completely his own. Like, I just um... – yeah, I just saw that. I mean, I've been seeing this AEW thing coming forever. So he's just, I've seen him just grow on YouTube and just been watching him for a while. And it just. Oh, the Ass Boys thing was a dead giveaway. That's about when it's probably started. Yeah. That's was... probably when he signed. I want to say that he probably signed with AEW around the time that the Ass Boys thing going back and forth on Twitter with the Colton Gun and the Gun Club started. I'd say that's about the time that they were like hit a deal. Because. It's... They played it up so well back and forth with each other to where they even trademarked that shit now that it's like, yeah, we were being worked for months with that like feud online when it was really just they were already fucking under contract together and just setting up good stuff for like the company run together when they get on TV finally. Yes, I think like all of my favorites have been. I mean, I see uh, I, the only one left now is uh Rotunda. I mean, he's the only one left now. Where if he shows up somewhere, I'll be like, I I thought Dirty Dango was your guy. Oh no, but he's already kind of he's been wrestling. He's been like kind of on the indies. I've been seeing stuff. So yeah, if he's around in Philly, I will go see him. But I mean, I don't. He's something again. I don't see maybe. I don't see it happening right now with like AEW or anything. No, so. I'm, I'm 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 okay would you with that. For, would you settle for Breeze? Oh yeah, I, I, they're not really. He's not real. Nah, no, no, no. It has to be. It has to be Johnny. It always has to be Johnny Curtis. Gotcha. Yeah, he's a man's man. He's one of the manliest men in the world. So he builds houses. Do you guys build houses? I mean, no, me neither. I could probably. All right. Well, yeah, we could all try, but. He knows how to already. Yeah. I guess we could all build houses if I mean if we did the research, but he can do it now, like with his bare hands, and like he just we would we would not make it in pioneer days, guys. We would fucking oh, die. Sorry. We would I die. Would in not, the I am as handy as a hand, I guess. No, that doesn't make sense because I'm that, actually that makes that, the opposite that, that sense of what you wanted it to be. Handy, yeah, are handy. I'm about as handy as a guy with no hands. There you go. You're Boom. as handy as a foot. There, yeah, there you go. There you go. I would show up I fixed in the it. time I fixed we're it. in. Thank you. Like, do you guys have cigarettes? <laughs> like, yeah, and I'd be like, All right, we'll be, we'll be good. good. We're good. We're good. Let's let's do caveman shit. I, I want to say that I think we could build a house because, like, some of the stupidest and most criminalistic, horrible people I've ever met are fucking do. I work construction, brother. And all they do is eat pills all day and uh, go to jail at night. And I, if they can build a fucking house, I think well, we could do it. I could do those things. Yeah, we have solid brains. I think we could we could make it happen. It might not it might not be fast. I have confidence in us. But the only big surprise I want to hear about is uh, Bray Wyatt, Fiend, whatever you want to call him. That's my that's, boy. And that's yeah, really that's gotta happen. That's gotta times. happen somewhere, right? And I feel like it's kind of down the road. And he's the only other person, honestly, I want to see with AEW. I know there's so much going on, but he's the only other person. We got Dan Housen there. He's the only other one. And I love that. It just sucks. I know the whole Bray Wyatt character I loved. Um, the Fiend character I loved. I just don't know if he can do a f- – like, I'm still never going to get over they dropped the how, how you ruined that 
I'll talk, I've talked about it on here countless times. I don't understand how you ruined something that was so fucking fantastic with down to the lantern with his fucking head. Like, yeah. guys, we need to get Finn over there. We need to get Finn over there. When's the last time you've seen Finn on You're not allowed to leave and go there, man. They're, they're, they're he's, holding he back. Was, uh, he, speaking of somebody wanting in the Rumble, he should have been in the Rumble. He should have been in the Rumble. He was in Ireland. He was on yeah. vacation. I don't care. It's the Rumble. He's gonna, again, is he going to come back and instead of going on vacation with his family and his beautiful wife? No, but I mean, still. <laughs> so you already knew what I was going to say. That's the yeah. thing. It's just like, fuck it. I'm gonna... He needs to know that I'm out here. I'm out oh, here. He, he appreciates it. Waiting for him. He signed the contract, though. Yeah, he knows what he's com- doing. Finn's nah, comfortable that's with true. He knows what he was doing. KO knows what he's doing. Sammy knows what he's doing. They're all comfortable with what they're yeah, – I mean, a- Ali is not, but all those other people, like, re-sign, and they're okay with what is they're, – they're, they're comfortable with just, you know, being a part of the wheel and getting that fucking corporate money, man. It's about security. Like, they're good with – you know, they have a family and taking care of their family. And Ali, I guess, is – I don't know. He, I'm sure he has a family too. Ali maybe. has morals. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 yeah, not taking the dollar. He's yeah. I guess people are promised things. Maybe sometimes, like I, I could still see like Ko getting like the U.S. title at some like they're promised some like mid card title where they can just go do something instead of just kind of I don't know. I just and then it's good. I I, I mean I'm sure it's good enough for people when their family's happy and they're comfortable where they're living at. So it's like, I can't knock people for this. They offer, they offer pretty good money when they try to resign you too. You know what I mean? Like they do throw out decent raises, you know, for you, but I'm sure his deal is probably like, Oh, they're like, Oh, it's a million, it's, you know, upwards of a couple million. It's not like he's making a couple million a year. It was probably like five years, 3 million or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, he's making less than a million a year. Yeah, they couldn't probably. afford to lose Kevin Owens at all. No. And again, like AEW is that they're like it's congested. There's a lot of people there that you like that you want to see champion, which I guess is cool. But it's just like everyone has to wait their turn, and it's just like, and I guess that makes it interesting even more. Where it's it's like you want oh MJF going after and it, Punk going a- after it is. Adam Cole going after it. you just go through all these people who are like Wardlow and that's cool at the same time. But I just feel like you keep adding people to the mix and it's just, yeah. but you're also there subtracting people from the mix too, but they're doing it very differently than WWE does it. You know what I mean? They're just going to let these people contracts expire and pay them to stay at home, which is kind of what WWE does, but they're not doing it like in holding them hostage kind of way, you know? <laughs> So people just think that they're getting released from AEW and like clickbait articles about it. Like people getting released. It's like, no, their contract just ran out. Their contract right? ran out. They're not getting released at all. They can go work anywhere as soon as that contract's up. And like, that's the difference between getting released. You know what I mean? Like, and then cause you could be an asshole and your contract could be up on fucking Sunday and they could release you on Saturday. And now you got 90 days, you know, like that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, Cause they released you before your contract was up. So now you can't like, <laughs> even though it was like, they did that with like FTR. They were they were going to do that with FTR. That's what they did there too. Is they didn't release them when they wanted to because if they did they would have showed up somewhere on the pay per view. So they released them. They waited to a certain point to release them so that that way when the ninety days cleared, it was after being able to show up on a, you know, at the pay per view. That's but, why, like, I wonder why like they didn't do that with like Cole and shit. Like, why why not? Like, I they're dicks, obviously. So why not just release them and wait? Make them wait the ninety days. 
It's fucking well. And like, why would you release certain people and then hold Holly hostage? Right. You know, like, it doesn't make sense. It's weird. And be like, what? And they, they keep, like, what was the word that was said this week? Was they, they see that there's a value. There's a value in Ali. And yeah. now I disagree with them saying that because if they saw value in Ali, they would be using him. What they see value in is they see value in him elsewhere. They see that other companies see value in him. So it's more valuable for them to pay him to not be on their TV than it is for them to release him and have you go be a part of the competition. Does that make sense? That's yeah. the value I think they see. That, and that's a really shitty way to handle it. But I mean, they did that with Pac. I, I want to know, Cass, your, your thoughts on this. Because like, I, I brought this idea up last week on the show, and they looked at – Dom and Toph looked at me like I had three heads – and everything. Picture the rumble. He was asked to do the rumble. Do you think it would be career suicide if he entered the rumble and then kind of just did his own little protest? Maybe like eliminated himself, or maybe got on the mic and said some shit. Like, do you think that would have stopped AEW from being like? I mean, no. maybe. You know what I mean? Because that's not a bad that 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 gives you that look of being extremely difficult to work with if something doesn't go your way because then you're hijacking and taking even though like they're kind of holding they're him hijacking hostage, his career. <laughs> but then to do that, that shows that you can't. Can you can we really trust you on our TV if we have a disagreement? You know what I mean? Like what's to say that like me and you have a disagreement over like what's going to happen if the outcome of match? How can I trust you to go out there and do the finish if you went ahead and did that on? like uh, one of their biggest pay-per-views of the year just to try to get yourself out of a, a deal early. It just felt like it was a different circumstance since everybody and their mother knows that he's basically being held hostage. Yeah. If he was like, if he wasn't asking for his release and shit and he did that, then like it'd be a different story. But the fact that he just wants out and they're not letting him out, I feel like it would have been a different story. He yeah, but... Like, hey, you can trust me. I, it's just I was in a bad place at the time. Didn't want didn't want to be there and they wouldn't let me go i don't know i think that whatever that argument that happened with him and vince was very bad fly on the wall i want to be a fly on the wall i me. really do too because i want to know what the fuck was pitched to him that was so bad that they said that he would never have fucking done it that caused this type of fucking stalemate and just really just bad situation between the two like how how what happened like what the fuck was pitched because, like, WWE's pitched some ridiculous shit, right? And, like, some very, like, stereotypically racist and, you know, it's, you know, just all the stuff that we've seen them do over the past. So, like, what the fuck could they have pitched to him that was, like, so bad that, like, caused this type of fucking, you know, like, argument, you know? God, I want to know. Uh, I think it's funny that, the big, like, the biggest thing about Ali, when, you th- when I really sit here and think about it, was, I mean, him honestly looking like, a jabroni when he was in the money in the bank and he had his hands on it and then Lesnar music hit and then the whole time like he could have grabbed it still and he yeah, just it's just, to, it's just like once that moment happened it was just like nope like they they have no there's never going to be anything behind this guy in this company at all at that moment Sometimes, sometimes a banger comes on and you kind of get lost in it. Maybe he I was lost just, it at the time, um, but it was just like I knew at that very moment that and he lost track of time. You know, look, you look, know. we're all Brock Lesnar fans, so he was just like, "Oh shit!" You know, here's the bah. 
it's like it got yeah. lost in the moment, man. Yeah, you get it takes you. Oh place. shit! I'm falling off a ladder. Uh, yeah. They could have saved. They could have saved it with the hacker and retribute. There's things they could have done with them, but they had storylines set up for him to be in the main event scene. And again, it's to no fault of anybody except creative. Uh, it, they had things there that they... I don't even know if I blame creative more than I blame the the channel that. Creative, I, yeah, everything I, through. You know what I mean? Because like, because I mean, how many times that that retribution storyline? Like, how many times do we hear when that was going on that the script was ripped up five times the day of Raw? You know what I mean? People like, are in the hell, group, man. out of the group, quitting the group, not wanting to be part of the group, thrown in the group because somebody else didn't want to be part of the group. So like, yeah, man, there's. Uh, it's the same thing they were doing with like um. They were doing it on NXT with um, what's the Bivens? Uh, uh, Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine, and then that completely got shifted around when they were they like for they it, released like, everybody but one of them. Yeah, they did. It debuted in like I think a day or two later there was releases, and then yeah. all of a sudden things just got completely changed again. I was just like, what is? What is? Yeah. I still don't think I have not watched an episode of like NXT 2.0 like all the way through it all. I haven't either. I, I've watched about 30 minutes, I think. I've, I've like, peeked in. I remember I peeked in on an episode with like Chucky with, for the Halloween one or something ooh. where Chucky was doing a lot of stuff, like the, the video packages for the yeah. matches. And they didn't even do that as well as the Rick Steiner-Chucky feud from WCW, and that says a lot. Yeah, I just – I really never – every Tuesday I'm like, ah, nothing's on. And I always see stuff on Twitter for like NXT, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that is on. Well, I'm going to invite you now to join us on Thursdays for BattleBots Watch Along Night. I saw that you just heard to uh, BattleBots. What is that? Is that online? Where is it? Thursdays is it on Discovery Channel. Is it new episodes or just old episodes? That are new, episodes. new episodes. Well, they do uh, 8 o'clock. It's the new season. So like 8 o'clock to 10. And then I think 10 to 11 is like this new a secondary new season show. So it's like a three-hour block. But like there's the new hour, two hours of BattleBots every uh, new tournament this year. So that's been our new thing. I've uh, me, Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. I've recruited Kate from Fightful over there. Uh, some of the Kylie from uh, she's going to join us next week on the Twitterings, and I'm trying to get us to do a fucking Twitch or something watch along where we actually watch it and like just watch along and talk shit. But we just, maybe for the finals if we can get it, get everybody going. But it's gaining some steam, so that's our new Thursday. So I mean, too bad BattleBots isn't on Tuesday because fuck. What do you do? Watch it and stream it like this? I've just been like, I've just been watching it and tweeting about it. You know what I mean? It's like tweeting while we do it. But I've been trying to get like a watch along, kind of like what we do with like uh, pay per views and stuff, where we'll like just be in a room like this and we'll be watching it and conversating about it while we watch it. And then people can just watch it with us. It's like we're all watching the same thing together. Yeah. And they can actually have that whole setup here now, actually, finally. So I got So you can do that now. Yeah. See, I got to do that. That's part of my, uh, my, the process I'm going to be doing this spring, I'm going to fix my little studio gimmick here because it's just my laptop. I'm going to actually get like real shit and make it like a fucking real setup because we got to, I got to do this for right, for serious. Do it right. For, for serious. Got to do it for serious, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so I guess we're all in agreement. Ali's got to be the only one that makes it actually forbidden door. Everybody else is a disappointment and just a misuse of the term, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, we went around the world. To circle back to that same agreement, but that's, yeah, I think that's that, the, that's, that's the only job, guys. That's a forbidden door. That's the only one, and it would be an insane talking point. 
That would be huge. I mean, that's I mean, even though in start that's like Shane showing up on Nitro. That it's like that's like a but this is even more because it seems like this is where we need Dom. Like that seems super illegal and Yeah, yeah, he would need to hash out the specifics of what how the legality is behind that. But yeah, I don't think that I mean technically speaking, I don't think it could possibly happen to have anybody that's under contract from another company but that's a show up. That's the so, only way. That's You're why saying it's he's, forbidden? That's why, that's why I think he's fucking this. He's fucking you. I think he's tricking you and you're misusing the term like that guy was using misusing the term jobber to you earlier. I think it's all the it's, same thing. That's fine. Like, but I was also just thinking like, he's not tricking me. I really don't give a shit. He said he had an announcement on Rampage, which was just that he has an announcement on Dynamite. And it's just like, dude, Dan Housen's there. I mean, yeah, uh, we already know the only forbidden door is um, Ali. Everyone else, they kind of have a working relationship with like New Japan, Impact. So I, yeah. what is forbidden then? Yeah. How, how much are people not going to care when it's Jay White? You know? I kind of, I also had that thought as well. And it's just like, he's already kind of worked with, like, it's not, it's not forbidden. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think placing Isaiah Cassidy in there was a reason. I honestly, like, that just seems like a weird, like, why put him in that match if it's not something to do Matt Hardy storyline wise? You know what I mean? And the Hardys already have like indie bookings together. So I just see it, it uh-huh. has to be like Jeff Hardy. And that's I, my and again, that's my only guess. And it's not forbidden, but I mean, I'll accept it. That's fine. I'm I'm happy with them having one last little run, maybe because it, it's, I, it's the closest to the forbidden door acceptable usage of that in my mind of it being Ali. You know what I mean? Like he's the only one I can maybe see because like the way he left was a little different than the way everybody else is. It left. was, yes. And I don't know the specifics on his 90 day and how that all worked out too. You know what I mean? Cause like that might be the thing too, is like he might, the cause there was, like you said, there was like uh, when Malachi showed up, there was, everybody thought he was under a 90 day and it was a 30 day. So what is actually Jeff Hardy's thing there? Is it really a 90 day? Could he show up early? Could he not? I don't know. We'll see what the fuck happens on. And don't, Dynamite, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like I remember their mate when they came back at mania is he was probably like, that was like, everyone wants to see one yeah. more time. It's going to be, I think it's going to be great, especially because I can't stand Matt Hardy currently and what he's doing. I am not a fan at all of the HFO or whatever the hell now. With It's the AHFO. You got to get it right. <laughs> yeah, Andrade's there. I don't know. So Jeff coming back and maybe he, him getting away from all this, I feel that's me just personally. That's what I would enjoy uh, seeing. But I, I think if I had to guess where we're going with this storyline is um... – Andrade is eventually taking over the group. You know what I mean? He's going to do that. It's going to be a buyout and it's going to be a, oh, you took my, you took the family order from me or whatever, the family office from me. You know what I mean? And this is going to be the payoff between Hardy and Andrade for control of the family office. I could take that. That, that would work perfectly. I'm that's okay where with we're going. That. I think that's where we're going with this. But I love the whole trying to recruit Darby and then being like, maybe I need to talk to the dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need to talk to his dad. <laughs> Where's his dad? Where's his dad? Where's this? Where's this sting? I need to talk to the dad. I'm like, that's the fucking best. Like, that is great to like not even get his name right, and then to like not be sure if it's his dad or who the fuck Sting is. That's that's some solid character work right there from Andrade. Like, that's been some of my favorite thing from him since he's been shit since I've seen him on American television. Honestly, this is that right there. He's just fucking with Sting and asking if maybe he's Darby's dad. It's great. There's a lot of face paint now, though. There's a lot of white and black face paint in AEW. 
currently. We got Danhausen interfering now on the gimmick, not interfering, but infringing. I'm going to say we got Sting, the trendsetter, the original Crow, Darby. Uh, then you got Santana Ortiz showing up dead president style all the time. Thunder Rosa, Statlander, Thunder Rosa as well. She's like, so there's a lot of white, black face paint skulls and stuff, but. What else, what, what else really? I felt like this week, like overall, just with all the shows, I felt like except Dynamite, like it wasn't really like nothing really newsworthy. Oh, happened. Dynamite was fucking awesome. Other than that 40 minute match between MJF and CM Punk was fucking awesome. That's what I just said. I said with yeah, Raw, that was and it. Sm- Raw and SmackDown were extremely like nothing. Yeah. I felt like nothing, especially after the Rumble. I just thought it was just like, oh, two old timers are coming back. And I was expecting okay. them to, since somebody didn't, since they didn't have that many like returns, no real debuts at the Rumble. I was expecting them to be some on Monday or last night. You know what I mean? Because they're like, all right, we're going to go into WrestleMania season now. So where the fuck's Oscar? Where the fuck's you know? I mean, like some of these people that you kind of were wondering if they might show up and come back, and then they didn't. Yeah, it was. But Dynamite was. I mean, Dynamite was good. You got Punk losing his first match. He lost, he lost twice in that match. And people twice. were, uh, and people I like were... the solid um, uh, tribute from the the tape choke spot was an old. Uh, I saw somebody put the highlight up there. Was it a Jimmy Rave spot or something? I can't remember exactly, but it was a that was a throwback to somebody using the tape choking out somebody. The ref seeing it restart the match thing. So they've done a lot of like those like with Punk lately and uh, with MJF. MJF, yeah, is always involved in shenanigans. But doing things like that, I'm saying like uh, rehashing and like paying tribute to really old classic spots. But I like that. I, I like it. I like think with it... the power bomb stuff with punk where you kept falling down and ended the roll up. That was the finish with uh, diesel and Bret Hart. And if you see people, it side by side, people hate, people were so mad so, about that. Yeah. And then you see it next to each other. Like, Oh, that's cool as fuck. And then those same people that were bitching. And I saw it like talking about how cool that was. I'm like, you fucking people. <laughs> like if there was a way for punk after all of that to lose like that's the way like this the whole this whole build-up was just the way it needed to go punk doesn't need to remain undefeated his purpose yeah. is being he you bring him he even said he came back to give back to you know do stuff that he didn't do before so why would he fucking not want to put over who obviously is the future of fucking wrestling like that's the like, that was perfect. Just that had to be the setup. It was just like, all right, MJF's going to be the first one that goes over on you. You're going to have a little run to start off, like the nostalgia and everything. It was just like the perfect way to book his return. And, the and they best did that with Hangman. They did that with Hangman too, because Hangman uh, beat Danielson. That was Danielson's first loss. You know, was to and when, for into Hangman to establish his title run by beating Brian Danielson after like nobody had done that yet, and then after that match with Kenny. That he had too, that sixty-minute fucking banger, you know. Then to have Hangman be able to beat him, you know. So they did the same thing, but it's like they did it two different, different ways of getting you to that match to have it happen. But they did the same thing. It's the same principle and concept of using this established future Hall of Fame talent to put over our young cornerstones that are going to be the foundation of our hopefully company for the next ten fucking years or more. You know what I mean? And, and don't want these guys to leave. You know what I mean? Because these are who you're building it around. But yeah, having MJF be punk in Chicago, you can't write that. That's the perfect way to write this for everybody involved. You know what I mean? Even for punk now, because now punk has something to carry to make this a 
continued storyline for years and months to come or whatever, however you want, how long you want to drag it out. You know what I mean? But like, he's got that mark on him now to be like, oh, you beat me in my fucking hometown. And now and MJF is the guy that can, has these claims. He's the, that's what you have him do is like, what was his claim? It was like, I beat, how many times did he beat uh, Jericho when he was claiming to do that? You know, I'm the three times he got, I've won the dynamite title or the dynamite ring three times or whatever the fuck he's at. So he's going to have, he's that guy that does these, big things that he says he's going to do and like beating punk and beating senior punk in Chicago is about the biggest thing you can do. So now he, dude, he's, he's just, it's solidified him as being like one of the most important pieces of that AEW puzzle for years to come. So it was very well done. And it was funny with hangman too, where it's just like hangman gets the title and instantly everyone wanted him to win the title. And now it's instantly just like, as soon as it happens, it's just like, all right, they're right on to the next. It's like they need to yeah. put the title on MJF. They need to put the title on. It's just like, whoa. Oh. Yeah, I don't think you rush that MJF hangman one yet. That's your Brett Sean, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like you need to keep those guys away from each other until the eventual, like, really big, like, this is the one you've been waiting for for fucking five years. You know, that yeah. kind of thing where it's like. Lance, Lance Archer feud makes sense for now. And then yeah, it's just I like, mean, I always just like kind of just looking forward and be like, all right, who are they going to. Right after him, what's the next big? Like they're gonna have to do something big. Like, who could I see with Hangman as a heel? That would be is that Adam Cole. Yeah, I mean he can do that, and Adam Cole doesn't need to win that either. That's I feel like maybe is might be next for him. What's that next? The, the is it all Revolution, Revolution. Double or Nothing? No, uh, after Double or Nothing would be after uh, Revolution. Is Lance Archer happening at Revolution? Uh, Lance Archer is happening this week in AC in Atlantic City. This week, the Texas Death Match is happening in Atlantic City. I saw, I was like, uh, oh, uh, I that's very close, but I'm not gonna do it. It's not, you should, it's in the fucking old dude, it's in the old WrestleMania building. Boardwalk, it's at Boardwalk Hall. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's there. It's there right now. I just I know, but that's like uh that's one of those venues that you should you would I would want to check out if it was cool. I saw I saw uh Cena and Rusev in a freaking cage match for my son's first wrestling event ever there. It was Oh, that's awesome. See, yeah, see you've been cool. to that building, but that'd be yeah, cool I've been to there. see house show that there was not a lot of people at it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And my son at the time was like 20, it was super, uh, he was like 2013, 20, he was wearing a CM Punk shirt at the time, WWE oh, nice. CM Punk shirt, so full circle. Yeah, it all, it's all cyclical or whatever we're doing here. But uh, what were we starting on there? What were you, where were we at? I had something to go with that and I, I got distracted and forgot where we were. We were just kind of, I think we were going on about Dynamite and. Uh, but they, they gave him 40 minutes. Which I thought was fucking cool, man. Like, as when I saw that the, I was like, oh shit. When I heard the music hit, I was like, or when I heard the, now it's time for the main event or whatever, when they were Justin Roberts, I was like, fuck, dude, we got 45 minutes for this yeah, match. Yeah, going off like, hold up. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be cool. And I really liked what they did with Wardlow and the ring handoff because they did that so well that you didn't catch it until you watched the replay. And oh, it's like fine. perfect use of having to use replay. To be like, oh, that's where he fucking did the ring handoff and then hand it back, and it did so well. And they don't do that; they don't do that often enough with like things like that, to where it's like you didn't even see him hand it to him. It's so obvious, you know, when they're like, "Let me hold this ring like this, yeah. so that I can, you know, I mean, make sure that everybody knows I gave it to you." You know what I mean? This way, it's done so smoothly and just so. That was good. They did every. Well, it goes from this 
the sneakiness of it to when he's raising his arm and the tape drops out. It's just yeah. like the, the the not getting away with it to the showing getting away with it with the yeah. actual cleverness of really good job storytelling, right? Yeah, you know I mean it's something you don't get often in, in matches because you just want to get all your spots in and it's worried about that instead of telling a tale through like like you said, the ups and downs of the the match there have been like, ah, the victory, the cheating, though we're restarted. And then yeah, it was just fucking well done, man. That was a uh, probably that's gonna be a hard match for to beat for the rest of the year for like match of the year for AEW, I would say. Like that's up there already. And it's fucking first of February. And for the next ten months, that's gonna be it's gonna be in that conversation, I think, for the rest of the year. That and everyone loved the uh what the hangman and was it the 60 minute when was that that was in uh wasn't that after the new year the 60 minute no that was daniel brian daniel brian uh brian danielson and uh hangman they didn't um, go they, they didn't hangman and danielson didn't go 60 hangman and kenny went 60 didn't hangman and daniel brian go like super long to a, they like go a 60? No, they went there yeah, they went to a draw too that was their first match well, was it 60 i thought it was, was it not they won 60 minutes though right they didn't do two 60 minute time limit draws did no they, they did Fuck really? I don't remember. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I thought I was going crazy for a second. Yeah, I was. I don't remember. I, I, for some reason, I didn't think they did two sixties. I remember. I thought maybe one was like a thirty minute spot or a thirty minute time limit. Maybe. No, I remember way. specifically. I was like, man, these guys have been wrestling for like damn near an hour. I wonder if this is gonna end soon or not. And then, as like as soon as I thought that, ding, ding, ding. It's like ah. Yeah. Yeah, because in, in uh, Hank or Kenny and Danielson went sixty, and great Arthur Ashe, right? Yeah. That was the whole first yeah. hour. Yeah, that was the whole first hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, are you doing uh, several shows today? Are Are you? Uh... I was. This is my last one today for the rest of the day. This the oh, we're... I did one this morning. I did yours today. And then, oh, wait, no. Fuck, I lied. I got the goddamn post show tonight for GCW. So we got that later. Great. Now my best for last thing doesn't work. Uh, but no, that'll be actually be probably be tomorrow because of the time. Because it's in Texas. So it'll be after midnight. Ah. So technically, this will be the last of today. But not in my like actual course of like my day doesn't count until I close my eyes to go to sleep. That's when my day's in. I don't operate um, on the same 24 hour scale as most, you know what I mean? It's a little slewed, but, uh, yeah, dude, I, you should go. I would say you should go. And if you want, I'll try to fucking see if I can get you guys in for the Atlantic city show this week. It's a little short notice, but I might be able to do something and see. Road that trip. That'd be, hey. <laughs> that'd be fun. Cause I got shit. I got a lot of stuff in the next couple of weeks. What do I have? Nash, I've got the Nashville one, so not this week. The 16th, I think, is the Nashville Dynamite. That's in Nashville, Tennessee, so that's four hours from me, so I'll do that one. So I'll hit that one up, and then we've got Revolution Weekend the two weeks after that, the first of the month. So I was supposed to – I got approved to the Jacksonville one, uh, the, the go-home night, the Wednesday before, but I think I'm rescheduling that one and going to not do that one and, send somebody else for the site to get that one up and i'm just going to do rampage revolution maybe do the dynamite after instead because it's uh down in naples cape coral area like near my buddy's house that runs ringside news so he was kind of wanting me to come down there on the ninth which is also my birthday so it's like i'm already in florida 
on Monday. So I might as well stay till fucking Wednesday for my birthday, right? So I'll probably just do that. Seems so I'll probably do Rampage, Revolution, Dynamite, and that'd be Wednesday. And then Saturday, the 12th of March, is GCW debut in Atlanta at Center Stage Theater. And I fucking definitely do that because that state, that venue, man, Center Stage, I grew up watching WCW Saturday Night events taped in that in that show my entire life, pro worldwide. So, like, that building's cool. I, I love going to that building for wrestling, so I'm definitely going to go for GCW's debut for that. That'll be fun as shit. Looking forward to that one. Then what we got? I uh, got there's a dynamite in South Carolina, I think. Again, at the end of the March, they're in Columbia, South Carolina, which is like three hours from me in the other direction. So I'll go to that one too. Busy, 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 busy. Yeah, and then I haven't even gotten into April yet, brother. You know what happens in April? I go to WrestleMania weekend, but I'm not going to WrestleMania apparently. I'm going to WrestleMania weekend, week, whatever it is. But I'm going to be doing the the collective. Uh, WrestleCon, MLW, probably everything but what? WrestleMania. I mean, Billy, I don't, it's insane how much stuff is going on out there. There's so much oh, that okay. week. I I don't even know how I'm going to fucking figure out what I'm going to do that week. But I've never actually been other than the one in Atlanta uh, to a WrestleMania like experience. So I'm I'm looking forward to being in the city for the whole you know pageantry and the whole fucking event. Even though I probably won't go, unless somebody's like, "Hey, I got these tickets. Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "Hey, fuck it, let's go." But everything else will be fun as shit that whole weekend. I thought about trying to rent a. I was gonna maybe grab us a table, a booth uh, for the collective, and set up a booth and do like interviews and just run the table there. But if I'm the only one there, it's gonna be impossible for me to try to run the table and do like 30 wrestling shows or whatever's going on that fucking weekend too. So probably just bounce around all weekend in Dallas instead first of April and that's like the next three months for me so I'm fucking already stressing out already stressing out man Dom was trying to get me to come up there one day I don't remember when it was but he pitched something I was like I think it was the I want to say it was the week after fucking Wrestlemania or something there was something he sent me and he was like what about this I know it's just a couple days after you'd probably be doing this I'm like yeah we'll see man it's a a journey (laughs) yeah but yeah, yeah I, I mean, my, my only uh, thing we were trying to work on, which I didn't even mention to Mike uh, yet, was I was thinking about, but it's also just a stationary project. I don't have to travel anywhere. I was thinking about doing, um, like, we know the Monday Night Mannings. Yeah. So I was thinking, of, even though we can't show it, well, obviously we're not showing it, but I was thinking about doing that for, like a watch uh, for Elimination Chamber and having on, like, maybe – each hour have on like somebody else from body slam and maybe have three or four different guests on and Do doing a, a, like a watch along, but having somebody on each hour for the pay-per-view. I, I was, I was thinking about that maybe potentially. That's always fun. Those usually do pretty good. Um, people, those do pretty well. Like I see, cause uh, bad blood and them have been doing uh, watch alongs for us for the last couple of pay-per-views too. So they would love to bounce on and have everybody, you know, I'm sure you probably like to take a break and not do another four hour pay-per-view. Or yeah, I think there would, yeah, I think there would be a way to do it get, where we could get everybody in and out, have yeah, rotate could, somebody, rotate somebody on, and I don't like I don't mind sitting there throughout it. And then we also maybe could do a little video break in between for like five minutes, yeah. play a clip or something from a an episode, piss break real quick, yeah. and then we come back and continue where the show is going. That'd be fun. Yeah, I, I count count me in for that. I'll participate as well. 
Like I don't have anything. I'm sure the Saudi shows what it's a middle of the day. Oh, no, I think it's going to, no, I think it's, I th- I'm almost certain. I thought it was Saturday at nighttime. I thought, is it that they fucking, are they giving them the oh, shitty I fucking time slot? The time difference. It's going to be at 12 o'clock though. So then maybe we'll have to do it. I don't know, but that's something yeah, in the works. We won't do with any pay per view now. But I'm I'm calling dibs on the the Monday Night Manning setup minus the showing the actual footage. Yeah, but rotating some guests. That's. And, um, but I can't that's, stay that's and watch alongs like which I've seen recently where it's just people not saying a goddamn thing and it's just like three just people sitting there watching. Staring. Like oh, they're that's all cool. staring at it. I'm like, no, I feel like people need to talk always. No matter what, something has to be going on. There can't be 10 seconds of people just going. Unless it's something. Like, oh, shit. No, no yeah, but no. still, I just told I remember why. I was like, yeah. why the fuck am I watching three people just stare at a screen right now and not say anything? That happened when I was doing the uh, Russell Kingdom watch along with Fightful, where like every now and then, like it was all right when there was about eight of us in the room. But then like as people started tailing off towards the like 5 a.m. hours, 6 a.m. hours. Oh, yeah, that's like people where it was like two or three of us in there and it was getting like that to where every, people were just, it was a lot of dead air. And I was like, oh, I'm not having dead air. I'm just going to fucking just nonsense, just spew nonsense during this and just keep talking and just not. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get myself canceled here. Just trying to fucking be funny over this dead air. <laughs> I think I told a story. I told a story and there, it, it got brought up for two days uh, about when I was in Minnesota and for full gear and did I tell you guys the story yet about um, what happened to me outside the hotel at three in the morning? Uh, okay. Four in the morning. So we ended up, we're in Minnesota. I go Friday night. It's Friday night. So it's after rampage. So rampage ends. And then I get up with the boys and all the group and we're all hanging out with the roster and stuff. The guys on the, and catching a buzz. I forgot what we're going to do. And everybody's like, let's go to Caster's show. So we're, then we go to Max Caster's concert, half of us. So I'm up the VIP with Max Caster's, deal with all that and everybody's leaving it's in like one o'clock or something it's still time to go get drinks so we leave that and everybody's like let's go to the bar across the street there's a bar across the street let's just go over there and we get outside and we look and there's nothing but like police cars and fucking like ambulances and shit at the bar across the street and everybody's like hmm you just want to go back to the hotel and smoke instead and i'm like yeah that doesn't look like that's doesn't look like where i want to go so we go back to the hotel and just catch a buzz and then like everybody's gets so high they're like well we're gonna go to bed and i'm like what the fuck? I'm not ready to go to bed. Like, what do you mean you're going to bed? And everybody was like, yeah, we got a big day tomorrow. So we're just going to go to bed. And I'm like, it's like two 30. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I'm like 20 minutes away. I'm at their hotel. My hotel's like the other side of town. And it's like middle night, cold snowing in Minnesota. I'm like, God damn it. So right, I guess I'm just going to walk home. So I back to the hotel. So I'm like walking through downtown Minnesota, middle of the night in Minneapolis and shit. And eventually get almost to my hotel. And it's now it's like almost three o'clock. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to smoke some weed before I go to bed or whatever, you know? And I'm like, wait, shit, I don't have a fucking lighter. Like, damn it. The guys just took my lighter because we were all smoking at the hotel, the other hotel before they like went to bed. And I'm like, oh shit, man, I don't have a fucking lighter. How am I going to catch a buzz? I'm like, well, there's a, there's a 7-Eleven on the corner. Maybe it'll be open. So I go past the hotel around the fucking corner of the block, past the homeless people that are sleeping on the street and shit. And then like, of course, 7-Eleven's closed. And I'm like, Fuck. What am I going to do now? You know, it's like, all right, well, let's go back to the hotel. Maybe there's, maybe they have matches, right? Hotel should have matches. So I go to the far, fucking front desk and I'm like, hey, my man, you guys got any matches? And he just looks at me funny. He's like, uh, 
dude, this isn't 1993. What the fuck? Yeah, they're always like, <laughs> he's like, why would he's like, why would I have matches, dude? This is not 1993. And I was like, <laughs> ah, fuck, you're right. You know, he's like, dude, they don't even have smoking rooms anymore. Why would we keep matches with our fucking? Shit? He's like, that's he's like, you can tell when somebody's like old school traveler that's like, hey, you got any matches, brother? And it's like, damn it, dude, you're right. And then I hear. I've got a lighter, and I'm like, who the fuck said that? Because there's nobody, like, I haven't seen anybody, and I've just been me and the guy. Apparently, there's a girl, a woman, on the ground uh, behind the behind me. Like, and this is a nice hotel. Like, I don't want you to think that this is, like, a shithole. This is, like, the fucking Hyatt Regency, like, $260 a night fucking hotel that I was staying at. It's fucking nice. So, it's like, I mean, where the fuck is that coming from? I turn around, there's just some chick just sitting like laid out on the ground with like a backpack and it's like all their shit just like hobo style just like sprawled out all over the floor and i'm like what's up okay and she's like i got lighter we can go outside and smoke and i'm like all right well, i guess i have to tell her not what i'm smoking so i was like yeah yeah let's just do that and she's excited she's like oh cool i wanted to catch a buzz so you go outside we're smoking weed and we're hanging out and now i'm like wanting to keep smoking, but like, we're done with that blunt. So I'm like, damn it, I got to smoke more weed. I'm not quite ready to go to bed. It's like four o'clock. You know what I mean? So she's like, well, we can smoke more weed. Let's go roll one upstairs. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we go and roll a couple more blunts. And she was trying to hang out and one, I was like, eh, let's just go outside. I don't go outside and smoke some weed. <laughs> it's my first night in town. It seems problematic for the girl that I just found in the floor at the hotel to try to want to stay in my room. I'm like, no, let's just go outside. It's just go back outside and smoke. Like this is that's a Sunday thing, not a Friday thing. So we'll see what's up. So we go back outside, we're smoking, and I'm like bitching about how like everybody b- dipped out before I actually got to get drunk because I just started drinking, and we were gonna go like wherever what to the bar or whatever after the poorhouse because the name of the bar we were at for the club was the poorhouse, and across the street was this other bar that we were gonna go to, and she was like starts telling me this story about how she was at the bar earlier in the night and how her friend that she was with got in a fight with somebody or the bartender or whatever. So she takes her like liquor glass and just chucks it at the bartender's face. Like, bow, like hits the bitch, like right in the face with a like whiskey glass or something like that. And just like, now it's a whole scene. You know what I mean? So now like her and her friend are getting tossed out of the bar. And that's what the police nonsense was about across the street. It was her and her friend, like causing a drunken bar fight in the middle of Minneapolis in the middle of the night. And like, she's telling me about all this shit and how like they're outside talking to the cops. And all of a sudden, like, they don't know how it happens, but her friend just like off into the night, just like gone. They're like, wait a minute, where'd your friend go? And she's like, no, I was talking to you. Like, where did she go? And they can't find like her friend. And that's the girl who of course started the fight. So now they're like, well, let's wait around until we can find her. So they had to like wait around for like another hour or two. And the girl never showed back up. So they just cut her loose. Like, all right, well you have a good night, I guess. since you weren't the one that smashed this liquor glass over this woman's face. So she's like, well, that was my ride, so I didn't know what to do. So I just came back to where I work. I'm like, you work here? She's like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, I was just going to stay here until I figured out what to do. So I'm like, damn. I was like, well, I was trying to get drunk, but I guess I got high instead tonight. And she's like, oh, you want you want something to drink? We can drink. And I'm like, it's five in the morning. What are you talking about? And so I just see her just start, like, rooting around. And she just, like, pulls out her – she just, like, grabs her skirt and, like, just starts reaching around and like in her pants and just pulls out a <laughs> bottle of liquor out of her fucking skirt and panties, like a pint of fucking tequila. Nice. Panty liquor. Just pulls liquor out of her panties. And I'm like, as one does. So we drink the whole bottle of liquor, of course, Obviously. outside while we're smoking. Gonna one not so I'm not going to not drink the panty right, liquor. Yeah. That's rude. It's, it's, I'm not that guy. It's, yeah. You don't want to be that guy. 
it's also not the first time that I've drank liquor out of somebody's pants like that before. It's like, I, as soon as I saw her reach, I'm like, this bitch is pulling liquor out of her panties. I know it. Well, that's a weird sentence to follow up everything yeah. with, but yeah. Uh, also, I was going to give you a, uh, like the Zach Morris timeout in the middle of your story. Just be like, what you're describing sounds like, like the beginning episode of like a CSI or mm-hmm. episode or that's the whole blowback. And then yeah. at some point, like, yeah, they were in there. She, she was throwing glass at some broad and then the cops <laughs> showed up. Here, exactly. And then you have this whole thing. It would have pieced together slowly. Dun, dun. Yeah, and then it's she like, ends up dead I'm in just, the hotel I'm just, And they're like, dun, dun. Like, we were just smoking. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. And you're stacking I boxes. I, don't, yeah. I, was, I wasn't over there. She, we smoked some weed together, but that's all I know. That's all I know. Yeah. Dun, dun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was a wild fucking night. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, drank, I got drunk. I ended up getting drunk. Found some liquor, man, her panties. But yeah, I ended up telling that story just because it got awkward and quiet. I was like, I got a story. So yeah, that was my story for the fightful watch along because it was it was it was too quiet. So it had nothing to do with what we we're talking about. I was like, hey, I got a story about something that you guys might enjoy, and ever it. <laughs> but that's what can happen during a watch. You don't have to literally yeah. like give the play by play of the match or whatever. Uh-huh. Like we can, you can kind of talk yeah. about go off on a tangent, just have like. Random conversation, but, yeah, but stories like that are definitely the reason why like a lot of people like uh sean and everybody like cassie's just gonna die one day he's just gonna be off at a wrestling show and then just we're never gonna see him again he's just gonna the night's gonna take him i'm just gonna be become one with the city in the night and it's just gonna eat me alive and it's just gonna be great i'm here for it you know um we, we've been going a, a pretty long but I, I before we get out of here it's a must needs to happen Ooh. Let's go. Johnny Cena went to town riding on a pony. Rock stuck a feather up his ass and called him a jabroni. All right. Jabroni of the week. Um, This was talked about a little bit prior before recording. And I think I might just throw it over there because me and Mike – are together on this week's Jabroni of the Week. Second week in a row. Second week in a row. Yes, samesies. And it's not Cassidy, it's not you. It's I was going to say, damn, am I, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no, happy no, with any award I win. No. I'm happy with any award I win. Even if it's a Jabroni of the Week award, I'm like, I'm going to fucking brag about it's, it. So like, I'm, now I'm a little sad that I'm not defending my title. Sorry, but it's Sorry, um, this one's pretty, um, pretty what big. What do you got? Let me hear what you got. Let me see if yours is different than mine. Take it over. You want, you want me yeah, to? You know it. I feel yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, as everyone here knows, uh, we're not necessarily a, a, a political um, uh, podcast, um, or we don't talk about vaccines or COVID unless we have it. Uh, but I beat it. Certain former WWE employees have. Made the rounds this week on Twitter. Um, Nia Jax, ma'am, with your Twitter statement. Uh, I guess you shared something on from your Snapchat on Twitter talking about COVID vaccine, 90% effective after eight months of development, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, she also and talked you... about it on Renee's podcast, too. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. She went into it on Renee's podcast to begin with, and that's where people right. were pulling that, like, yeah. Gotcha. So she was responding to someone on Twitter 
who was accusing her of being unsafe and yada, yada, yada from WWE and all that crap. She said, ha I stand by that too, honey. If you really think that all your favorites don't feel the same as I do, you're sadly mistaken. I know a lot of people in many professional sports that just paid and got a real card from a doctor. Dot, dot, dot. So, okay, here's the deal, Naya. And talk to Tove about this off air. We're not giving you this because of your stance on COVID. I'm sure a lot of people have the same stance. We're giving you this because you just dimed out a lot of your old co-workers who probably didn't want that information out. There's not much really else to be said. We've all known that you're against the COVID stuff. I'm not one to judge. I know he's not one to judge. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not one to judge. Nah, I'm not a judger. I'm so, not a judger. That's not what we're saying. Hi, baby. What we're saying is don't dime out your boys or girls because yeah. it's not cool. I because now you pro you most nah, I want to say most likely, but you probably possibly put a whole Saudi Arabia show in jeopardy. Well, because it came out after that, that like anybody that's going to Saudi Arabia has to be vaxxed and boosted. Right. So there might be some investigations going on in your former employer. Not that you <laughs> sound like you give a shit about it, but. Well, you know, she's not like most girls. She's not like most girls. Uh, right. I got, I got it in. I'm um, good. I'm just going to sit back now, guys. If just for those in WWE with these fake vax cards, if you have them, you're going to have a bad time. So it's what happens when you pizza when you French yeah, fry. You got a French fry, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> so pizza instead of French fry, yeah. Science. Nia Jax, you are collectively I was a crony. I had a, a, I had a, I had a different nominee for you guys, and I'm now, surprised. No, you, you you get your own. Please. I just let Mike handle it because we both had. How the same. how about an honorable? Can can they share? Can can Brian Kendrick? have a share in the award this week there we go Absolutely. you get your there own you, you were next up you get your own say yeah. i mean you saw what he said this week right or not what he said this week but what got brought up that he has previously said yes yeah um, and there's a there was a list there was a line of it do we want to run down some of them i've got it right here you can do it. i'm i'm also it. i'm not saying but there's half of this i don't like but I yeah. get everything that's going on here. Yeah. So what I don't say? get the va- the vanity search in people all of a sudden when like like why what I sometimes don't get why this stuff like this stuff's been out there. Yeah. So I just always well, am just so like, I honestly think there was we talked about this on that other podcast I did this morning about how like it was very the timing was interesting that all this stuff gets brought back up what an hour after he gets announced for Dynamite with Moxley. And a lot of people were saying that that might have been WWE just being like, hey, remember this? Fuck him. Remember this? And then just like purposely leaking that out there just to kind of. Like, hey, we remember this. Yeah, yeah. Remember, this is why we were having issues with him. Here you go. But uh, So here's some of it. It turns out, what was it? Um, Five years ago, he believed that the killing of Osama bin Laden was a hoax. Uh, 9-11 was a hologram. Uh, the moon is hollowed out by an organic space station. Is, is a hollowed out organic space station that was towed here by a higher race of creatures to keep tabs on us. Uh, the, they also use an electron beam to make sure that we never find out about the fourth dimension. That seems legit, though. Um, and Cena said we killed Bin Laden, so he doesn't lie. Uh, we also have that Atlantis was populated by reptilians, and that the Lumeria were populated by the people of the light. 
and they ended up having a nuclear war where both continents ended up sinking into the bottom of the sea. Um, and that humans are basically a genetic crossbreed experiment between reptilians and lemurians. Um, I mean, this all kind of checks out. Um, yeah, why uh, is it Jabroni of the Week? He seems like one of the smartest Yeah, men. we've also got uh, that Obama was uh, secretly a seven-foot-tall lizard man and that there are 13 bloodlines that interbreed with each other, and those are actually the Illuminati. I've heard about so that That's one. another one. Um, let's see. Uh, the, now, his thoughts on the Zionists. Now, this was wild. Um, that they run things all over the world, that they have myth mystical powers, and they require upkeep from organic sources. Uh, the Jewish medics were being flown into Haiti so soon after the earthquake happened, you know, so like the Zionists knew it was going to happen, so they flew the Jewish medics in there, not saying the medics were in on it, but the Zionists were there to collect the body parts, you know, to collect the eyeballs, if I'm not mistaken. That's a Brian Kendrick quote about the Haiti earthquakes. So, Apparently, they flew doctors to collect eyeballs. Um, and there's more. Hold on. We're not done yet. Let's get to the Holocaust stuff. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end with the Holocaust yeah. stuff. That's just, so, yeah. We've got that Hitler sent 10,000 troops to Antarctica to find out about the inner Earth, where the supreme superior beings live. Uh, and apparently, they're actually there now, still doing that, I think, is one of his things. We've also got that. The Holocaust was overblown and that the Red Cross stated that it was only 250,000 Jews who were killed and the number was blown up to justify the creation of Israel. The gas chambers were for the lousing and some evidence suggests the Allies mocked up the death camps to expand the lie. The Russians killed 10 million Catholics during the same time period and they don't receive and they didn't receive any country for their loss. Those are all Brian Kendrick statements from less than five years ago or from in the last 10 years. So, needless to say, he didn't get that match with Moxley because he might be uh, – and then his apology. Let's just do that one, too. Let's just get into that. Did you see the apology? It might be a short tweet, right? Yeah. Are you really going to apologize for all that in 180 characters? Like, it's a boss move. Sincerely? Like, sincerely fucking make people think you're sorry about anything you say in 180 characters? I can't yeah, even do I, a notes one. He just, yeah, he just, yeah, he had characters left over. Yeah, dude, I can't even apologize for a bad fart in public in 180 characters. And this guy, like, dude, like, the shit he fucking was trying to apologize for in 180 characters is like, damn, that's a bold strategy, man. Didn't work out for him. So, um, for not even for the stuff he said, we're gonna leave that because that's not even this week's action, so that's in the past. I'm giving him the jabroni a week reward just for the fact that he can't even do it. Fucking sincere enough, decent apology, man. Like, come the fuck on. Uh, like, at least the one Joe Rogan did uh, this week where he like addressed like the video clip that was circulating of like all the previously bad usages he did of like the n word and out of context, and how he was like, Oh, I didn't realize that. Like, I thought I was saying it in context at the time, but I realize now it's out. He did a good job explaining it, making you understand that he realizes he's just sorry for something and did a good job, like trying to, you know, at least let you fucking know that he means it, man. And, but this one with Kendrick, he's like, come on. You couldn't even do, like you see, you couldn't even do it on a notepad, bro. You couldn't give me a whole paragraph. Like, no. shit, man, I've seen people write two fucking pages of notes for like explaining about like why they fucking. Why they like their tire flew out on the way to the wrestling match, and why they couldn't be there for a booking? You know what I mean? Like I've seen a two-page like apology for a wrestler from that. And you fucking sent out 180 tweets for like a 
saying that the Holocaust was a lie and then all that other shit. Like, damn, man. I have mine set up completely. Like Dan Lambert said this week, uh, like uh, when I inevitably go down in a firestorm of cancer, uh, cancel culture, uh, I'm my, my only, I'm going to have the shortest response. Like that's not me anymore. I'm sorry. There you go. That's my apology. Yeah. That's it. That's what I'm just saying. That's not me anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm giving you the, uh, and then I'll go away for, I'll, I'll pull an Adam Blampy. I'll go away for a little bit. But then we touched on it before we go away. That Adam, that, 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 that damn Lambert Brandy segment this week on Dynamite. What'd you guys think of that? I like the 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 pop of just the cancel culture thing. Besides that, I don't know. Brandy, they didn't work out like they'd wanted it to. Which is no, like, like I think everyone they were like, I think they're like, man, everybody hates Dan Lambert, and we need to get Brandy over as a face. So we'll just put her out there against it. And fucking, how about Dan Lambert fun. getting cheers? Yep. Because that place Brandy's went out there with that one, what is one cancel culture thing? And they do not, they don't want mm. anything to do with her. Or, they, or it's, it, it reminds me of when WWE was trying to force the fucking Roman Reigns baby face down your throat, and the crowd was just like rejecting it so fucking hard, no matter what they tried. It's the same fucking thing, basically. It's like they, they want to boo Brandy and Cody. I get that they don't want to be booed, and they're trying to work themselves into a situation to where like finally we're the fucking actual baby faces that we want to be. But fuck man. I mean, what segment, they're gonna I, need to do, uh, I don't know if they could do this, but if like Tony Khan can like, we're Brandy, Brandy Rhodes can Superman punch Tony Khan in Philadelphia and maybe Brandy Rhodes becomes AEW champion. That's like the only way I see it possible. Cause WWE did it with Roman in that yeah. sense. But what? What do you, Mike? What you don't think Brady Rhodes could Superman punch Tony Khan and then get a title shot hey, and become AEW? I no, wants. I don't think so. No. Uh, all right, fine. Never mind. Just being a dreamer, then I guess. Yeah. Man, all right, I, well, I, I do hope. I, and now we're circling back. I really hope Cody is the Forbidden Door, and it's just him coming back to you know cure racism, solve the free agent dilemma, everything all at once. Codelander. Cure racism as Stardust would be my that's that's on my bingo card. It's not even it's not even solve, it's cure. It's cure it. Not even solve the problem. He's gonna cure it. Why am I gonna be upset when Stardust doesn't show up on Wednesday now? When I woke I didn't wake up with these feelings. Yeah. No, that's really uh, the only that's really the only place we can go now is if it's it's, it's Ali or Cody or Bust at this point, right? Damn it. <laughs> Oh All god, right. that'd be so great though if it is Cody. I mean, that's that's how you heal him up right there. Like, make it such a heel fucking move. But anyway, man, I had fun today, guys. I had fun. It was great. Appreciate appreciate you coming so, on. So um, let's just uh, so next week we're gonna do this watch along thing or whatever this alternate commentary. Let's just yeah, what is it? when is that next Saturday already? I feel like it's next Saturday, isn't it? Is it elimination oh, chambers on the twelfth? Isn't it? I believe so. When Hold is on. elimination chamber? I think it's. Oh, it's it gave me what it was in 2018. What it's the 19th. It's the 19th. So two weeks from today. All right. Yeah. Seriously. Two weeks from today. Yeah. So I'm gonna be looking for that, and, and hopefully, maybe I'll start putting it out there for uh, people to have on hour by hour. We'll book like maybe like eight or eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Maybe do the first part just. I don't yeah, know. I just looked it up. Did it say what time that fucking thing starts? Because we we discussed that and then forgot to look. Um, I just pulled up the 
Pretty sure. Actually, it, but, but I searched it. It also told me that uh, the 2018. No, I'm looking at it. It's 12 p.m. Oh, son of a bitch. I will not be able to well, make that says, show at all. Poster says 12 p.m. It looks like. Yeah. Right, so maybe we Saturday, hold. I'm, February 19th at 12 p.m. Eastern time on the cock. No, I don't want to start with that. So we'll, we'll save it for the next pay-per-view. We'll start. We'll iron it all out. And we'll put a schedule out of who's going to be on our. We'll, we'll cut deals. We'll have on. Uh, we'll try to book some nice people. We'll have some fun. I like it. Uh, you guys are going to enjoy a show. I'm going to tell you off air what it is. I don't know if I've done that yet, but uh, got coming up for a new one. We're going to debut with uh, somebody from GCW. Uh, a very I've heard about prominent, prominent person at GCW. And it should be a fun concept. And it's very similar to what we kind of discussed a little bit today with some of our ideas that we've got for shows. So it'll be fun, man. I think everybody enjoy that one. Look for that this week, guys, on our Body Slam stuff. Nice. But, uh, yeah, you guys can come any part of that as well anytime you want. I think everybody will have fun with that. Yes, but, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about that because I have I have a little expertise in doing some of that. I've done, worked on that bef- for many years. So perfect. depending on certain things, I'm very interested in uh, maybe so, doing yeah, guys. Uh, Everybody keep an eye out for that. I think it'll be a fun project that everybody's going to like. And we got some more stuff coming too. So we got stuff dropping every day at Body Slam on our YouTube channels and uh, all that good stuff, man. And guys, thanks for having me on, man. I, it's a Saturday. I enjoyed I enjoyed coming on on Saturday. I'm glad Dom wasn't here. We didn't want to, we didn't want to sully up the fucking show with his bullshit. <laughs> he was here last week. He was here last week. We, we, we break it up. We I know. Break it up. I know. I was watching. He was. I was. I was trying to go on, and I forgot what I actually was doing last Saturday. Something happened. Where I was going to try to jump your on power. I think your something happened with your power. It was snowing. It Snow, was snowing yeah, yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucking snowed on us. There's and, a uh, couple. There's a couple people I need to. I've been meaning to somehow have on or do extra episodes where we have guests on because there's a couple people. My cousin has a YouTube page in Philly who's yeah, doing great. Like, and I nice. He he does wrestling. He's he manages wrestlers in philly in the in the area so i thought that would be at some point i know he would come on i want to do that it's just yeah, um definitely my laziness of booking i guess so i just yeah. gotta work on, I relate. Work on that i relate bit. to you on that one so let me know i'll help you if you need anything if you need to help finding people but but um we got right. interviews coming this week too guys i talked to you about that so we'll, we'll be check out for some interviews this week that's uh black history month so we got uh one of my one of my friends down here in the south he's doing a black history show with a really stacked card and he wanted to get some attention to his show. And I told him I would be happy to help promote it for him and get some uh, more eyes on it. So he's going to send us some interviews this week with some pretty, uh, some names from some people that have just recently been released from WWE and work with some companies that we've discussed today. So we'll uh, hopefully yes. have some of those out this week. Is this scheduling? Just making sure it works in everybody's things this week. So we got, you know, it's a busy week before the show for them. So hopefully we have some stuff this week for you guys to check out. That's a little different than we usually have dropping. So. All right, so everyone, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Like, subscribe, all that, share, tell your friends. Bodyslam.net. Yeah, man, thanks, guys. We will be back next week. Until then, jabronis. Bam. Ow. Jabroni, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-X-Y-Z-A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter how you spell jabroni.